Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money-saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of The Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. If you're someone that's wanting to find a single solution to support your brain, gut, and immune health, simplify your morning routine with easy habits, and need more energy throughout the day, then I have a solution for you. It's called AG1. AG1 is a nutritional supplement that you drink as part of your morning ritual. Just one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, every day. Not only does AG1 deliver your daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Just one scoop of AG1 covers all your nutrient gaps and supports your mental and physical health in just 60 seconds. The best thing about AG1 is that it's made with high-quality ingredients, including adaptogens, antioxidants, whole food source nutrients, Things that are going to give you that extra boost you need throughout the day. And every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so you know it's safe. Because, well, safety first. AG1 is a proud sponsor of the Rizzuto Show podcast. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Exclusively at drinkag1.com slash Riz. That's drinkag1.com slash Riz. Check it out. I dare you. Hello, Riz Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and, uh, you know, getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're company you could trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner, SBA family-owned small business of the year. Uh, All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided they offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hello, Riz Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? 
How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and, uh, you know, getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you could trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner. SBA Family on Small Business of the Year. Uh, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Scott, it's Wednesday. Ah, you're at the dam. W-I-W-E. Wed Uh Mike is here this morning. Hey, guys. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Good to see you. Happy to be here. You have a uh, nice Valentine's Day? Yeah, it was pretty chill. How about you? Pretty chill, too. Yeah, nice. Nice and easy. Didn't really, we really didn't, really didn't do much. Nothing? No. Nothing. No. Uh, really? Gifts, flowers, no. movies, dates, dinners? No, none of that. No, Nothing. my wife got a little something for the kids. Like some uh, little little treats. Cool. That's about it. They appreciated. Uh, sure, sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure. It was you know it was a typical Tuesday for us. Uh, you know, ships passing in the night, as they would say. Yeah. Uh, my wife driving one kid someplace. You know, I'm driving another kid another place. Oh, okay. A little smooch in the middle when we pass, and that's it. Yep. But the kids had a special day. I mean, they liked it. They're older. It was it was really no comment. <laughs> oh, thanks for the treat, Mom. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, nothing. Well, for once, Mr. Anti-Valentine's Day had, like, a heck of a Valentine's Day. All right. Did you feel like you were pressured into it? Mm, well, yeah, always. <laughs> I mean, because that's what Valentine's Day is. Uh, but, no, I, I enjoyed it. I told you I'm trying to, like, you know, flip the spirit on it a little bit, and uh, and I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know what? And I'm starting to appreciate what my wife does for the children to make it like a fun family thing. And the kids are like old enough now where they're starting to really actually appreciate it. And not because they expect it or any of that kind of stuff. They come down and she's got decorations for them and gifts for them. And and then that's kind of fun. That was really fun to see. And the kids were talking about it in the text thread. So that was cute. And then, you know, I did some really nice flowers because I like flowers uh, for her. And then we, we had, uh, she made this incredible dinner. So that, I think that helped. Mm. And then uh, And then we watched a movie. Yeah, we uh, we choose not to participate, and uh, you can't do anything about it. <laughs> God, me come and my, to my house, me Valentine's and my wife, Day, police. We didn't do. We never do anything. We've been married a long time, and we never um, we never do anything. We do we do a lot <laughs> for the kids. Um, she, my wife did buy me a T-shirt, and I had bought her something that honestly, 
I ordered it last week. I didn't realize Valentine's Day was coming. Oh, count it. Yeah, so we're counting it. Does so. it count? <laughs> count yeah. timing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Good timing. Great timing. Even though you had planned on going to Clombus's uh, lover's soiree, you didn't realize Valentine's Day was coming. Uh, I was, um, let's see, how do you say this? I was very aware that Valentine's Day was coming and working on it to make all kinds of other people happy besides my wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of other people. Yeah, were, that's, uh, that's what happens. Yeah, but my wife understands. She's um, not expecting it. Right. Huh? I don't huh? even think we said Happy Valentine's Day to each other. I'll, wow. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> we're, we're in the upside down. I like actually celebrated. Yeah. Like, I, 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 actually I don't celebrated. Think, I, don't think, I don't think we said it to each other. And it wasn't like knowingly, like, mm, I'm not doing it. Just was what it was a Tuesday. You missed it. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we'll get them next year, guys. I yeah, even I even good. wrote I even wrote a note, a poem, and did the whole thing. Oh, you wrote a poem? Uh, well, it wasn't, Let's hear it. It wasn't. No, no, it wasn't my poem. It was oh. Shakespeare stuff. She's, she's a you know she's a theater gal. <laughs> Can you be any more pretentious? He's pretentious. No, that's hard. cheesy. It's it's cliche. How about a dirty limerick? No, <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was appropriate. I thought it was I thought it was lovely. I wrote. You would do it in calligraphy? <laughs> nah, no, no. <laughs> nah. We did watch a, a hysterical movie that I have not seen in a couple decades that, man, as good as it gets, is so freaking funny. I never saw it. Dude, it's... I hear so, it's a... Listen, I hear it's a classic. I'm not yep, sure you could sure make it today because, I mean... I think I don't know. Could. I mean, it's all about a guy who's just a terrible, terrible person, crummy dude. It's Jack Nicholson. Like, he's a curmudgeon, right? Yeah, but he's yeah. like, he's, like over he's, the top. he's racist, he's homophobic, he's everything, and he has to confront all of it, <laughs> and uh, and he's just, it's so funny. It's it's so well done. Greg Kinnear is incredible. Cuba Gooding Jr. is uh, really good at it. Helen Hunt's in it. Uh, man, it's it's super quotable. It, it's, it's the funny version of El Camino. Isn't that right? The... Uh... Oh yeah, Clint the, Eastwood film where he is a curmudgeon and uh, Grand Torino. Oh, or Grand Torino, oh, thank you. I knew it was one of those cars. You kind of right. I was thinking. I was thinking. That was the. Uh, that you're was right. It. It's the yeah. comedy version of, Hel- of of Grand Torino. Yeah. That's that's an interesting way to look at it, but kind of kind of right. Yeah, I think I got to see that. That's that should go on the list of like classic movies I've never seen. It's funny. Well, we were yeah, talking. We were talking to Learn yesterday, and she said that the Mono Tim's favorite movie ever. Or and, and and I even texted him and said, "Hey, I think we're watching You've Got Mail." And he said, "Best rom com ever. It's the greatest one ever made. You're gonna enjoy it." And we started it. Which, by the way, didn't realize Dave Chappelle's in that movie. There's a whole bunch of like, uh, like Parker Posey's in that movie. Uh, we started it, and then as good as it gets, kind of flashed in my mind, and for some reason, we ended up watching. Oh, that. you bailed out. Like yeah, you yeah. bailed out or you got mail? Yeah, but it's a, it's on HBO Max or something, so it's for freezy. So we're gonna we're gonna Did watch. You, it uh, you got shut off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Files done. <laughs> you got shut off. Did it just not grab you? Uh, I, we uh, I'm talking. Uh, we got 90 seconds in. Oh. I didn't even get through the uh, the the rest of the cast. Did Tom Hanks even make it onto the screen? No, no, nobody made it on the screen. It was doing the 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 mail the you know the um, you've got mail. Yeah, it was it was going through like the, the 90s email <laughs> intro, <laughs> yeah. and it had the dial up tone and all that kind of stuff. The uh, the fax machine sounds. Uh, what do they call that? The uh, modem. Yeah, modem. Oh, yeah. Modem. The modem. The old modem. Miss that sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, I remember like hiding in my room, putting a trying to put um, blankets and pillows on top of it so I wouldn't wake my parents up for setting that modem off in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. Trying to quiet it down somehow. Now I don't know about I don't know if missing it is the right word. No, we don't. Yeah, right I don't. Phrase. I don't need it in my life. But yeah, when I just, think about it, 
It brings nostalgia. up nostalgia. Because <laughs> well, when you heard that sound, you go, ooh, in six minutes, I'm going to yes. see a whole web page. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be yeah. chatting. Next, by tomorrow, I'm going to have a new song downloaded. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to head up the old AOL chat room. Yeah. Those chat rooms. Uh-huh. I, never, I never did that. I never did that. What was it? Name, age, uh, name, age, 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 sex, location, mm-hmm. ASL. Okay, eight, yeah. Age, age sex, sex, location. location. Name. Yeah. We're not here for names. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't have a mouse for the first couple of years of using AOL, and so I just had to like. T- I remember tabbing, or I had to press tab to like get from every oh, wow. part. Uh, oh no! You didn't have a mouse? Right. No, I set it all up myself. My, you know, like when I was a young uh, teenager, just figured it out and um, had everything but the mouse. <laughs> but I, I had the CD with the free hours. I got it going. Yeah. Yeah, there was that mouse shortage back around. Yeah, the great mouse shortage in '95. Yeah, yeah never forget. No mouse. That's funny. Did you uh, do up the Super Bowl? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. You and the and the wife and the kids. Uh, mainly with the kids. Yeah, I mean, my, we were all there, but I just sat and watched it with my son. So was it a big soiree? Uh, that wasn't a soiree. No, we made some snacks. We got some pretzels, um, and we had some fun, but. Any particular spread in the Mike household? Um, what's the name of the... Uh, we went to the pretzel place. Is it called the Philly Pretzel Company or something like that? The little... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got pretzels. Oh, that's up that. by your house. Yeah, that and Emo's. I uh, had wings. I usually don't do hot wings, but I made a special mm. um, special uh, situation. Had some hot wings. Any dips? Uh, no. We didn't dip it up for for Super Bowl. We did the no. buffalo dip on the salsa? <laughs> Does that count? We didn't even, yeah, but that, is, is salsa a dip? I guess mm, so. You dip yeah. things in it. I use mustard on the pretzels, so that's not a dip. No, salsa's a dip, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think salsa is a dip, but uh, we are a uh, we are a taco dip state. We are? Mm. Yeah, yeah, somebody somebody crunched the numbers. They looked at uh, Google Trends. What is taco dip? Yeah, what is taco dip? I don't know. So we do a lot, uh, uh, the wife does an incredible, like, seven-layer dip and, you know, those those standard types of dip. Taco Taco dip. dip. Well, Google Trends put out the data on the most searched dips in okay. America. Here it is. This is from the past seven days. And pretty much pretty much every state has a unique flavor. Like people in California are looking up bean dips. In Texas, it's corn dip. In Florida, it's your seven-layer dip. Taco dip, Connecticut, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Missouri. Seven-layer dip is an American appetizer based on ingredients typical in Tex-Mex cuisine. So taco dip is not very... It's not very different. Um, it looks like it has... Six layers. Sour cream. <laughs> not it's a, seven. A, a blend of sour cream. Once you get that seventh layer, then you're in a whole other category. Oh, okay. It's got taco seasoning. A blend of sour cream and cream cheese is the rich base for the taco dip. You put taco seasoning in it, cheese, and vegetable, some iceberg lettuce, chopped tomatoes, green bell pepper, and can of black olives. So it's, it's like same, a taco salad. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a taco salad. Uh, buffalo chicken dip is big in Pennsylvania. How do you dip something in chicken? Well, you like it's like shredded. Yeah, shredded chicken. It's like shredded chicken. Oh, okay. okay like a buffalo okay. chicken dip. Okay. Almost like a Yeah, buffalo chicken dip is that's Pennsylvania. All about it. I'm all about that too. I'd like to try that. Buffalo chicken dip is great. I haven't had it. That sounds and good. You can substitute cauliflower for, for chicken if that's what you're going Nobody with. Nobody wants yeah. cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you cook it right. It's all right. Jeez, this guy it's with this cauliflower. Right. I will I will tell you that that Chick-fil-A is selling a cauliflower sandwich now. Hmm. What? Yeah, they're they're trying this this thing out. They're they're testing them. I think starting this week in Denver, Charleston, and Greensboro. Tested here. I've been talking about it for weeks. It looks almost <laughs> identical to their normal Chick Fil A sandwich, but apparently they're just 
deep frying a slab of cauliflower? Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm telling apparently you it doesn't taste like like chicken. It tastes like cauliflower. But a writer for, for USA Today got their hands on one. It said it tastes nothing like the normal chicken sandwich. But in their opinion, that's a good thing. Uh, they admitted they're not a fan of chicken breast in general. So they like this new cauliflower version better. Well, the thing is, um, if if you roast if you roast cauliflower and try to compare it to roasted chicken or a grilled chicken, of course it doesn't taste like not. chicken. Mm-hmm. But, but if you're slathering it in buffalo sauce, yeah. it can have you can cook it to have some uh, somewhat of a similar texture. So that's where it comes in. But the how about this USA Today? You have somebody test something at Chick Fil A. Maybe pick a less biased reviewer next time. You dope. <laughs> well, I don't like chicken. A person that doesn't like chicken, chicken going to a chicken place, maybe that's somewhat sensible. So the chicken patty isn't, it's not like ground up cauliflower that's been molded into a patty shape. It's a, it's a full chunk. It's, it's like a full like a steak. slice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does that, can that fill you up? Sauce. Is that enough to yeah, fill you Yeah, I guess so. They yeah. marinate in a buffalo sauce. They bread it. It's cooked in a pressure cooker. They claim that's what people wanted. <laughs> I'll give it a try. And why, and why, and why not pitch. try it? <laughs> we don't know. It's what somebody said. <laughs> why not try it, you know? I would try it. That sounds all right. They, tested, like they tested a bunch of different plant-based options, like uh, like whole mushroom caps and a fried green tomato sandwich. But the cauliflower oh. one did better in, in taste tests. So they said that's they've been working on that since 2018. And it's gonna be and it's gotta be way uh, way better than all the overpriced. They've been doing they've been working on that for five years. Yep. Jesus, getting it just right. And <laughs> here's the weird part: they said it's not really vegetarian. <laughs> and it's not gluten free either, and definitely not vegan. Yeah, if you just deep so fry something healthy. and squish it in bread, it's not uh, yeah, yeah. not that healthy. Well, they're calling it plant forward instead because it contains milk and eggs. It's all. It also sounds like it's cooked in the same fryers as their normal chicken sandwiches. Milk and eggs. Eggs is in what? The bread. The breading. breading. Oh, yeah, the breading. breading. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if people sense. like it, they plan to roll it out nationwide in, in, in six months to a year. But it could take longer if they have to tweak it at all. This ain't coming out. Mm. Nobody's going to Chick-fil-A to buy this. Maybe try it at home. Make Maybe try own. it at home. Maybe one guy. Spend the next five years working on that. Yeah. <laughs> one guy's going to buy it. <laughs> I'm right here. This guy. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to Chick-fil-A for cauliflower. You're going for... No, but if I'm going, going with... For a chicken but sandwich. if I'm going with the kids and I'm trying to, you know, like just kind of scale back on some of the animal protein or something like that, I'd give it a... I'd give it a... It's a good option. Every place should have some options for yeah. one you you know... When you got well, I remember McDonald's tried to do those salads, like yeah. salad shakers, and they tried to. I thought that was a good business for them, though. I don't think they do. But it was this, the salad. The word got out of the salad's calorie count, and it was like higher than any sandwich they had. <laughs> oh, yeah, with the <laughs> yeah. with the big bag of ranch. They it did. was just terrible. For no, you. I get it. These restaurants are trying to yeah. make it where the whole family can go, and you have options for everyone. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it works. Sometimes, it, yeah. Like well, the, they tried the McPlant. Remember the McPlant. Yeah, but again, it's crazy, crazy high sodium. Uh, the 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 process, na- the nastiness of the intensely processed stuff. At least this cauliflower thing is has a little bit less of that stuff. I guess so. I would assume. Well, so they tried the McPlant <laughs> at McDonald's, which was you know whatever company they used for the match meat. Yeah. They should have called it something else. I mean, that McPlant seems, is a that terrible seems name. like a cartoon. That's an SNL skit. <laughs> uh, they tr- I, I, are they even selling the Impossible Burger still at, at Burger King? Yeah. yeah, I think so. That was actually a hit, though. That was actually really good. I think if you really look at the numbers, it wasn't. 
I think it was a hit right at the beginning. I'm talking where people I'm, were advertisement just, hit. I'm not where people were just trying it. I'm not talking about business hit necessarily because I don't have any idea what the numbers are. I'm saying as far as people going, oh, does this is this awful or is it pretty decent? It's pretty decent. It was a thing for about a month, and I think it hit the right time, just like Tiger King did at the beginning <laughs> of the pandemic. Yep. Where people were like, oh, I got nothing else to do but try things. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the talk of the town for a little while. Oh, you try the Impossible Burger? The Impossible Whopper? Fantastic. It was Fantastic. a lot of excitement. People say it actually bleeds. They would say all kinds oh, of stuff Oh, yeah, about bleeds. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you, so you say that uh, you're not sure if it did well. This was supposed to only go f till August 2019, but is still available. I think it became a cultural phenomenon. Well, a cultural phenomenon would still have disappeared three, three, four years later, and it's, it's still there. Wow. It's got to be doing and decent enough. it's still White Castle, too. I just check okay. your menu. Well, oh, fun. yeah, and the White Castle ones are good. Have fun eating your fake meat <laughs> and your cauliflower. <laughs> yeah, eat this I'll stuff. take your portions. <laughs> yeah, the Impossible Meats are one of those, you, you eat it, but just don't look at the ingredients. It's all good. All healthy. I guess, I guess. All on the up yeah, and up. All, all good. All good. Uh, so, hey, in Illinois, by the way, back to the dip talk. Uh, chili cheese dip. That sounds terrific. Yeah. Chili cheese dip. All dips are good. <laughs> I mean, not all dips. Okay, name one that that you wouldn't try right now. Right now. I'm starving. Mm. I don't like cilantro. If there's some cilantro in it, it kills it for me. So Really? Yeah, so if it's like mm. a salsa oh, or something Oh, yeah, that's, like that. that. Some people have a gene. Like my mom... Oh. My mom does not like cilantro. She says it tastes like soap. It overpowers everything, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Really I don't well. have that gene. because Some know, people I have like, like a gene handfuls. where like cilantro specifically tastes like soap. The first time I was, I remember eating in Chicago at a real authentic uh, Mexican place when I was younger. And I, to be wild, I ordered the, what was called the cow anus taco. And it was <laughs> like they had tacos made of cow anus. Mm -hmm. Is that and, the fudge filled? Uh, come on. And I ate it and it was... Uh, <laughs> It was so disgusting to me, but I choked down, you know, and like I just wanted to be kind of funny. And um, but it was so disgusting that I'm like, oh, never again with the cow anus. And then a couple <laughs> of years later, I had I come across something with cilantro, and I spit. I say, why does this taste like cow anus? This is disgusting. And now, I mean, now it's every time I try cilantro, I'm like, oh, so the cow anus was probably fine. Yeah, uh, the cow anus. I'll but try that again. It Turns out cilantro it was just the cilantro I didn't like. Turns out you like. You guys tried that or anus. seen that on a menu? Cow anus taco? No. Yeah. No, thank you. No, I guess I, we don't go to the same restaurants. No. <laughs> so, ca so cauliflower, uh, buffalo cauliflower chicken riz or cow anus taco? I would try the buffalo uh, okay. cauliflower. Uh, just, just trying to this find out This from the guy that was eating uh, crickets at the last Mexican restaurant he went to. Uh, mm -hmm. There were two grasshoppers. <laughs> hey, those are good. And it, they weren't bad. Hey, the world goes into a, a, a difficult enough time. We're all going to be eating those. I'm not against mm, it. I'm not against it. Not all of us. <laughs> I'm gonna start hoarding. A few hundred billion of those things on the on the planet. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, who's the, the Andrew Zimmern guy? Yeah, uh, that goes around and eats some weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. The the guy that we ate with down yeah. at uh, Noodle the House. Name of that show? Uh, Man versus food. No, uh, Andrew Zimmern versus food. Bizarre foods. Okay, with Andrew Zimmern. Bizarre foods. So he'll go and eat like cow anus or, you know, sheep intestines. And when he describes it as tasting like a barnyard, I go, mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. no. It tastes like a barnyard. And yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. It tastes <laughs> like, like cow it. patty. Mm. <clears throat> I get it. It tastes like, it tastes, yes. like it tastes like a barnyard. I go, okay. <laughs> we don't need. That sounds good. We don't need that. I'm trying to think of a dip, but I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't eat duty dip. 
Oh, come on. If it was made with duty. A, re- a, a, a reasonable dip that's out there in the, in the, in the food chain of, Let's see of dips. What about like a chili dip with the impossible meat? My, my wife makes that, and it's real good. If it just has the, you know, impossible meat crumbles, but you wouldn't even. I would it. ask, why are we doing this? You, I, I bet ground, you could take a couple bites. Are we out of ground meat. beef? <laughs> reducing the animal protein. It's just food. It's just food. It's all food. But why have we chosen this? Because somebody do, it doesn't want the animal protein. In this in this particular in my house setting right now nobody's right got a problem with it. Okay, we're not at your house. He's offering you dip, and you are arguing with the man. I would try. It. Thank you. Thank Just because I like you. Yes, thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think there's a. I think dip falls with cheese for me. And how about I, a good uh, I'm spinach, friends with all spinach artichoke dip? The best. So good. Best. That's just food. I mean, I, that's just like a meal. I could just me too. Eat that. I was late to that game because I thought it looked nasty. It, was... it does look nasty, but when it comes bubbling to the table, mm-hmm. oh Lord. yeah! Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I tried it. Actually, I was in Maryland, and uh, some of it was put out, and it it was somebody was like, "You just have to try this." I was like, "I will not try that." It looks. I thought it looked like it tasted very different than it actually does, and when I went for it, I just went. Oh, I mean, it was one of those King Arthur. Yeah, it was one of those King Arthur moments where the ah, and the light <laughs> shines down on it, and I thought, "Wow, this is forever a friend of mine." Boy, this uh, in Montana, they uh, they like their their no bake peanut butter dip. That sounds good. Yeah. What are you dipping in the peanut butter? Maybe pretzels. Your finger, or your fingers. <laughs> no bake peanut butter dip. Look that up. Yeah, I'm looking at like no bake cookies. I'm, oh my wanna, gosh! That, that's just peanut butter. It's a cheesecake dip. Peanut butter is a dip. And if you're not, it's a spread. This is a dessert. <laughs> it depends on if you're spreading it or dipping in it. So this is a this is a cheesecake dip. Uh, oh my gosh, lots of butter. Uh, this is very popular in movie nights, potlucks, and wherever you're looking for seriously seriously delicious peanut butter treat. L- just look at this, dude. You're just dipping cookies into a Reese's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Look at that. That looks like cookie dough. Oh man. Oh, man, somebody make this. Yeah, that looks good. God, well, you make it. Uh-uh. Get around. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the critic. Cream cheese, butter, peanut butter, powdered sugar, and your favorite toppings mixed in. What? Uh, what? That's a candy bar. Yeah, what are you dipping there? Oh, cookies. Oh, vanilla oh, wafers. Vanilla wafers. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> wow. That looks so uh, good. So you said you had wings on Sunday. Yeah. We made wings. Um... What kind of wings? Are you, just straight buffalo? Yeah, regular hot. Hot buffalo. Yeah. Uh, you had... I had buffalo had cauliflower. And cauliflower. <laughs> Did you have wings on uh, Sunday? Nope. We had cauliflower pizza. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Wow. Guys. So good, man. <laughs> sorry, man. I'm sorry I'm so offensive to you. <laughs> <laughs> Surrounded by hippie douchebags. <laughs> smells like cauliflower sorry, farts buddy. in here. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to live as long as possible. That's uh, all. Okay, so... In America, the most searched for chicken wing flavors. The most searched search for, for ch- so so the most searched for chicken wing flavors. Surprising, not buffalo. Hmm. Well, I mean, because every time, so I'm not a chicken wing um, enthusiast because the bone, yeah, and not because of the bones, but because of the fingers yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I don't like my fingers being sticky. Um, so I, I'm not I'm not an authority when it comes to the rest of the nation. I know that here chicken wings are huge. Every time you guys were doing those competitions and all that, we had a lot of people dropping stuff off. And I know that a lot of times you would think it would be the greasy, nasty, wet buffalo ones, but every single time those dry rubs came back, yep. 
super popular. So is that lemon it, pepper? Yep, lemon pepper. Lemon I was gonna pepper. guess that. Lemon pepper. When we do wings at home, we'll usually do lemon pepper. Lemon pepper dry rub, not a lemon pepper, because I've seen the glazed lemon peppers. Uh, the dry, the yeah, dry rub. Got, I didn't know they did a glazed one. Yeah, dry. That's, That's the most yet. searched for chicken wing flavor. Wild, yeah. I've never. Uh, I don't think I've ever tried a lemon pepper. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Oh man, it sounds so. Mood good. will make you some lemon pepper cauliflower. <laughs> it sounds so good. And it and is. from 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 Wingstop, the the lemon pepper was like the standard. Uh-huh. And that, that was the first time I I had had lemon pepper in since 1991 because I had food poisoning from a fast food joint that advertised lemon pepper chicken sandwich. Oh, that'll do it. for I you. I made my mom take me up there. I was like, oh, give me this sandwich. Turned you off. First, do it. first bout with uh, food poisoning. I have not been back to that establishment since. Mm-hmm. And uh, and lemon pepper was so scary to me, even the smell. So you got your lemon pepper, your buffalo, your honey garlic, your barbecue. Honey and garlic. Your, and your teriyaki. Those oh, the, yeah. Those are the top wing choices for, for Americans. I don't consider anything but hot, regular buffalo. Yeah, you know, we bought for Sunday, uh, I think Frank's Red Hot does, like, already pre-mixed. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ranch dippers? Mm-hmm. Okay. We found a new uh, buffalo sauce and a new sriracha sauce uh, that, that are spectacular. Hmm. Spectacular. Because sriracha's not a brand. That's a, it's a type, right? Uh, I think sriracha is, hmm. Is that the brand? I think, I think it's a brand. brand. Yeah. Okay, well, this is a... Knock off. Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, fancier, and I've, I'm sure I spent a dollar more than the other bottle would have cost me. Good. But it, but it was worth it. Yeah, just just a little bit a uh, little bit more flavorful and kind of zingy, kind of tangy. And then, it's oh, good. Oh, it well, was spectacular. I'll have to find the brand and send a picture to yeah, you. Yeah, it's a type of sauce. So oh, sriracha so is a type. Across. Yeah, but the one that we, that one logo you see is... The chicken? Yeah. Really authentic and made in... San Francisco, California. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you remember when you first moved out on your own? Uh, so we moved, so my, my buddy and I moved into our, our first apartment literally two weeks after my 18th birthday. I was out. And, you know, you, you don't have much money, and you're eating what you can. You go to the grocery store and you buy the cheapest, they, they call them poverty meals. Oh, yeah. Like, do you remember what? When you first moved down on your own, what your poverty meals were, oh, dude, yeah. we lived on instant mashed potatoes. Yeah. Instant oh. dried mashed potatoes. Those were great. Easy And to you make. could buy a huge box. Like, it'd be like, you know, a five-pound box of dry instant potatoes. And all you need is water. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we did the, um, the uh, 10 for 10, or uh, 10, I think they were 10 for a dollar. Of the uh, packs of ramen. And, oh, um, yeah. Because I think we only spent like 10 or 20 bucks, and it was enough to just fill up our entire cupboard. So you open it up, and it looked like that Dr. Dre video with the 40s, except it was, yeah. just, <laughs> ramen. It was just ramen. I'll show you what I lived on. Uh, how, so, so I think the, those old packages of ramen are, are like, what, 35 cents each? Yeah, I think you could get them 10 yeah. for a dollar back yeah, then. Yeah, they used to be really cheap. I think they still day. are cheap. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you got them individually back then, I remember it was 19 cents. Wherever I was shopping, it was 19 cents a pack. But... We'd stock up on those, but we also had a lot of uh, peanut butter and jelly, a lot of peanut butter and jelly stuff, and here's what I lived on. Not necessarily this brand, but this this, right. this kind of noodle. Mm. The this, Noor pasta, the instant noodles? Yes, yep. the, those yeah. noodles, because they were it, it filled you up. Yep. It tasted really, really good and like, you know, it had a, just a real Noor was the flavor. brand. K-N-O-R-R. That's that. The, dude, we lived off those two. Yeah, that, that was, I mean... Every single grocery run had 15 of these packets. 
Oh, and, and the there was a rice version too that was kind of like a sticky, nasty rice. Yep, that was great. The, it was like yellow colored. Yeah, and it was cheap, oh, yeah. and and it would fill you up, and you could just feed all of us, and yeah. that was done. And the yeah. hamburger knockoff hamburger helper. Hamburger was helper. I, that, we never really did hamburger helper. No, I, I always did the Aldi version. I had hamburger helper for the first time as an adult just to try it. And, oh, and what's it like now? I mean, it's <laughs> it's what you think it is. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. And Lipton chicken noodle soup. That oh, in the packets with the tiny incredible. noodles. In in the the dry packets, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was super flavorful so and somehow salty. it's so salty. <laughs> but somehow, like a soup, it was like one of the few soups that could fill you yeah, up. Yeah, because I could boil water. And then so then, and then I I remember going to the grocery store and finding out whatever soup was on sale, like the canned soups, whether it was Campbell, Progresso, whoever it was, like whoever had the sale, that was that's that's who I was buying. And I just got can after can after can of that crap. So much of it. Uh, the Campbell's was the concentrate. You had to add a can of water, right? Yes. Um, Progresso, Progresso, Progresso was, not. was not. Yeah. Yeah. But I always did add a little extra just so I could have more soup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was in college, man. I was trying to get the most out of it. Dude, that that stuff's expensive. That was a standard. And the only time I stopped buying that was was on tour because then I started traveling, and it was just like straight peanut butter and jelly for years. When I was living in the van, it was dollar menu at McDonald's or peanut butter and jelly. So I just bought bread, peanut butter, and jelly. Dude, think about those Campbell soups, like the chicken noodle soup, how slimy those noodles were Ooh. there. <laughs> so good. That's the word, slimy. The, the slime it, is what fills you up. so slimy. <laughs> That's what doctors prescribe whenever you're not feeling well. And there's like weird chunks of chicken in there. Yeah, it's like the same yeah. consistency as the um, rubber worms you buy for fishing. They're yeah. kind of like, if, are they slimy or are they just really gooey? Yeah, so like, I mean, listen, they've been sitting in juice for God knows mm. how long, whenever it was canned. Dude. I was so broke for so long. The other thing too was a uh, chicken and a biscuit crackers. You remember that? Remember the chicken and a biscuit crackers? Oh, those were. I don't remember. Great those. guys, that flavor. If, if you missed out on that, I was late to that game too. Somebody at, well after chicken high school. Chicken in a biscuit. Chicken in a biscuit. It's a brand, but they also I don't had know knockoff. If we had that. They had knockoff versions of that too. Dude, it it basically tasted like a. It was just a cracker that tasted like Lipton chicken noodle soup. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it, it just. You, it, it was all familiar flavors. I was maybe having four flavors to survive back then. And chicken and biscuit was uh, just the, like the most overwhelming flavor. So you guys, didn't, you guys didn't do hot dogs, stuff like that? Because there was always that one cheap brand that would be 30 cents or 40 cents for a pack. And I always got those. Yeah, well, whatever was on sale. Yeah. We bought a pizza um, f- from one of the pizza places. They came door to door selling like a giant catalog of coupons. Um, and yeah, I don't know, maybe you pay 25 those. or 50 bucks and then you'd get like all kinds of sweet coupons where if you're ordering pizza every day, you're really saving money. And so we did, we would order pizza every day cause we had this big coupon book that was like, <laughs> there they are, chicken so and a biscuit. Okay. For the, I've oh, seen yeah. those. Bisco. I've seen those. I don't think I've ever had them. Oh dude. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's really yeah, good. It's I think they <laughs> still not, make those. They not, still make those, right? I thought those were biscuits for chickens when I saw those. Mm, Dude, no. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you have this, it will surprise you. Whatever you think it's going to taste like, it just pleasantly surprises you. Well, as far, you. As, those, <laughs> as, far as those Progresso soups go, I would I would go for what would fill me up. Like yeah. Probably the most heart, like, so I would do, like, lentil soup. Uh-huh. Or, like, uh, I don't know if you remember the, like, it was, it was called Chikorina. Chikorina? Yeah, it had little meatballs in it. <laughs> <laughs> what was hard? It was Progresso Chikarina. Sounds like a place you like women fight See if they still illegally. Chikarina. They saw it was like a little pasta, little little balls in there, Chica, and like Chikarina soup. Here it is. 
Oh yeah, and, like, okay. Home so, meatballs. Yeah. Okay, so here's a, a, a copycat version, the Progresso Chikorina soup. Yep, there it is. It looks pretty good. Looks filling. Yeah, it was filling. I so was, this is just mashed up chicken? Uh, they had little chicken chunks and little meatballs. Uh, yeah, I haven't had that in years. There it is, Progresso uh, yes, Chikorina. I remember that, yeah. Oh, yeah, with the, with the little pasta balls. Yeah, yeah, little okay. pasta balls. Oh, yeah, what, what, what else was the, what were the pasta balls in? They look like... Um, they were in a What's lot that of stuff. stuff? Couscous or, or uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Another those, great one to fill up on was just anything that was chili, like in those cans because oh, same price as mm, the soup. Either yeah. wolf. So we didn't have wolf chili. We had uh, or Dinty Moore stew was one that was pretty cheap. <laughs> um, the chili in a can, Hormel chili in a can. Hormel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those noodles, though. I mean, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have died without those noodles. I mean, I was so not adventurous with food. I just, like, I had, like, a, a palette of four flavors. That's all I could handle. I never even tried a tomato until I was in my 20s. And those noodles, is, that's all I bought is those still slimy-ass packaged noodles. You ever have uh, survived a, on a it. condiment sandwich? Like, all right, I think we just got mustard, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mustard on toast. Mayonnaise. Yes. Just <laughs> mayonnaise and bread all Ketchup the time. on white bread. All right, that'll mayonnaise do. Mayonnaise, cheese. That'll do. If I had, we, yeah, if we had cheese, that was the, del- that was the deluxe version. <laughs> mayonnaise and cheese on some Wonder Bread. Yeah, just call it a condiment sandwich. Man, those were the days, weren't they? Uh, mm. I'm glad I moved past them. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to do that stuff anymore. But, you know, again, just like the modem sound. Yeah. You're nostalgic for it. Or we would buy uh, 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 giant boxes of Frosted Flakes. Big box of Frosted Flakes or oatmeal. The generic kind, or would you get the uh, Tony the Tiger brand? We would get the... Let's, oof, splurge a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, we didn't really do Totino's pizza, pizza rolls. Oh, oh man. I did. I, I would do that, that yes, sometimes. We yeah. didn't do that, like, when we were on our own. Oh, you know, I don't know if this carried over to when I moved out. Remember, I moved out when I was, like, uh, 17 years old. Um, the bagel bites. Remember the frozen bagel oh, bites? Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. those were great. So we used to make, my mom would make bagel bites, like, at the at the house, and then they started producing them. In those boxes that you just put in the freezer next to the toaster strudels. I would have tons of toaster strudels. Dude, that was the standard breakfast. You remember those? Toaster strudels, yeah. yeah. That's fancy stuff With the, uh, you have to put the icing on yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm still eating them, guys. (laughs) (laughs) They are in our freezer for special occasions for the kids. Since the kids, man, now I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm still way into them. That's a lot of foods now. I'm eating a lot of the kid food now. But isn't a Pop-Tart better? No, 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 no. No, A Pop-Tart. It's easier, but not better. Yeah, what a cruel <laughs> joke. Pop tart. No. I would only eat the strawberry ones with the hard white glaze on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, had with to have whatever enough. sprinkles were on top yeah. of there, which would it, cut your mouth. Did you do what I did and get rid of the edges? Oh yeah, you, the you gotta eat the bread. Would, That's bird food. No, I eat the bread. You have to eat that part, no, no. and then no, you no, slowly no, chip away. That. That to the birds, yeah. <laughs> you slowly chip I, the icing off. You sn- now you snap <laughs> off the uh, snap off the edges. Yeah, dude, you snap off the edges and throw them out the window because you're eating this on the way to work. You know, you know what I mean. This is bird food. Oh, but would you cool. would you toast them or would you just straight up? eat Oh them? no, I never no had toasting. time to toast. Yeah, them. nobody's toasting them. I never had toast time. on a Saturday. You got time for that. <laughs> yeah, but if it's a Saturday, I'm doing a toaster strudel. Pop tart Saturday. If, if I'm working for it, I'm putting the icing. And on. Let them toast. The queen wants his. The queen needs his uh, pop tart toasted. <laughs> 
Was anybody like this, this particular with their toaster strudels or anything where they, you know, were making a breakfast food? If some, I wouldn't let anybody cut the, uh, the icing packet. Because if they did and they made the hole too fast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, then you're like, you just ruined my Got whole Right at day. the right angle to get that little string. Yeah, you, need, you needed a small <laughs> string so you could do the right design where when it melted, it didn't go over the edges or touch my fingers. I don't think I've ever had a toaster strudel. Oh, oh man. I'll bring some in next dude. time I yeah, come in. Yeah, okay. Any flavor. <laughs> You, you need to toast those, right? Yeah, you toast yeah. them. Okay. But it's the same flavor, flavor, right, as a Pop-Tart? No, no, no it's all flaky. It was flaky. And, and, it was flakier. I remember the and commercials. And it's more of a, um, um, a jelly. jelly than a Man, whatever Pop-Tarts have. Pop-Tarts, just it was weird. Goo. It was like the thin, Goo. Just a thin layer of, oop, almost flavor. Toaster strudel's like a jelly donut. Uh, yeah. Also, Hot Pockets. Loved me some Hot mm-hmm. Pockets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ham and cheese. Ham and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> or they had like a pepperoni pizza pepperoni, one. Pepperoni, yeah. I like that. The pepperoni wasn't wasn't bad. But, you know, in the magic uh, sleeve that you put in the microwave, yeah. somehow, I don't know what wizardry that was. Conducts the heat to the right. <laughs> I don't know what Pepperonis. wizardry that was. <laughs> but ham somehow it worked. He had a ham and cheese. Which I'd like to know what that ham was made from. Actually, oh. I don't want to know. Mm. I bet you the cheese is more suspect than the ham. I think it's all suspect. Whatever was in that is pretty yeah, suspect. Yeah, but you can get away with saying cheese, and it's a much broader category than when you say when you say ham, you got to have something in there that's yeah, yeah. traceable. You ever do like red beans and rice? When I was like a kid, a can now, of beans or when I was young, I, I, didn't, I didn't eat beans until I was like in my 20s. That was always cheap stuff. Or like, a, like all right, man, cheese quesadilla. It's about 40 cents to make this. Yeah, I still do that a lot. Now you got tortillas, I got cheese. All right, Boom. here we got some meal. It's about as creative as I get in the kitchen. Are you not doing it up? No, <laughs> just cheese on the uh, on the uh, what do you call it? Tortilla. Cheese on a tortilla. You put it in the microwave. You put it like uh, in a pan. Come on, <laughs> I'm a microwave guy. <laughs> His name in starts with that. Sorry. What am I, Chef Boyardee over Sorry. here? Remember I told you, uh, like, uh, even for, like, seasoning, if I needed seasoning, instead of buying salt, I went to Lion's Choice. And this is before they sold the seasoning. And they had the seasoning, the, the Lion's Choice uh, seasoning on the, um, in, in, like, a shaker on the table. Yeah. So I would shake it every time I'd go there. I'd shake it into a lid <laughs> and took that home. And eventually had, like, a stockpile of, like, salt. <laughs> that I would use to cook with. Years, salt. years old salt, salt, I guess. Yeah. That's <laughs> that man, broke was broke. I was yeah, broke. I got it. I, I totally understand. I had kids at 17, guys. I was it was, yeah, you hard. call them poverty meals or, you know, uh, you know, college college dorm meals, whatever, you yeah. know, whatever you could afford. With minimal effort. Yeah, now I'm looking up recipes that have 32 ingredients. I go, okay, mm. remember back in the day. We never really worried about breakfast in those days. I'm trying to think of what I ever did for breakfast, and I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. Just went to work. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Went to work. Now I'm cutting up fruit the night before. <laughs> yeah, dude. Now I have a specific thing where I slice mangoes. <laughs> like, I have a mango slicer. You have a mango slicer? Oh, yeah. Does it grit it and everything? No, it just cuts it into two halves, but it cuts the pit out the middle. Nice. Wow. That's a that's an investment. That's something good to have. Yep. Boy, oh, boy, I'm not there yet. Love You'll mango. get there one day. Love man. Well, I sure so hope so. That is oh, my life. When's your birthday? March. Yeah, Coming up. March. Yeah. Mm. That's my life's goal. A mango slicer. I got you. It's March 21st? <laughs> 20th. 20th. From, from toaster strudels to mango slicers. Mango slicers. Mm. Um, okay, so somebody 
rounded up stats on on random things the quote unquote average American does, and then polled people uh, to see how their answers compared. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a a the average American does blank, and you have to tell me if that's you. You're above average or below average. So the average American eats 46 slices of pizza a year. Are you above or below that? Oh, man. <clears throat> I'm above. 46? 46 slices. Now, think about the, not the St. Louis square. Okay. Think about a triangle slice. Because right? that's, the most of the country eats their pizza yeah. that way. But it does count. If I get an Emo's, I'm eating a quarter of the pizza. So that's probably, I'll probably say, two, two or three two slices. slices. A qu- right? Wouldn't you say quarter Emo's pizza mm-hmm. is two yeah. slices? Yeah. But if you make your own, like, tombstone at home and just eat the whole thing... That's, what, 10 slices? A tombstone? Yeah. No, that'd eight, probably be eight slices. five maybe? Eight slices. Of the, are you going by New York standard? <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm going by Baldwin standard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then Baldwin standard. Heck it's yeah. five. Well, we'll call that five slices. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'd do that. I'd I mean, probably write it average. A couple t- times To be honest, the more I think about it, I'm trying to think of how many weeks are in the year, if I'm doing this every week. We, we do family pizza night a lot of times. Um, I'm probably right at average. I do love a, a good pizza. So let's say you have pizza once a week, two slices a week, 52 weeks. I'm probably average. I, I'm, I'm probably right there. Some years I'm probably more. Some do you years... do pizza once a week? Uh, yeah, we try to. It's hard yeah. to do Do you go once two slices? Uh, two slices, I would so say if there's 52 weeks, you're, I mean, you're over average. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't happen every week. Like I said, we, we, we try to, but obviously things get in the way, holidays and all that kind of See stuff. See this so. belly? It's above average. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably right at average. Yeah, I'm way above average. Four sli- that's, 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 so 46 slices you know, a, a year, that's four slices a month. 75% say they eat less pizza than that. Okay. Weird. We do go out of our way for pizza. It's one of the few things that we go out of our way for. The average American reads 12 to 13 books a year. Below or above? Um, I'm below. 12. Yeah, about 12. Oh, you do 12 books a year? Wow. Finished, yeah, I wish yeah, I did more. In about a month, yeah. One a now, month. do you consider reading a book an audible book? No. I mean, I, I, somebody could probably argue that, but I, I, I don't do audiobooks. I, I don't think... Uh, Does it would count? You, but, but if you somebody count them? S- yeah. Uh, yeah, you can you can lie, you can say that. Yeah, you could say I read. And we're a book. lying to ourselves. Yeah, you're kind of. <laughs> okay, I mean, so it's fine. We're, we got the same information, and it's fine. So if so, using that argument, which I'm not sure where I feel right now, but but devil's advocate, using that argument, every podcast I listen to is a chapter of a book. So no, it's I, not. I'm just saying. Well, that's true. You, you would say, but you would say I, I heard on a podcast that X Y Z. You wouldn't say I read a book, and then if if you heard it on a podcast, you're lying. Like, to could me. I say I read Matthew McConaughey's book, but he read it to me? You would. She should say audiobook. You should just say audiobook. Because I listen. I listen. Oh, right. Hey, did, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey's got a book out. Oh yeah, I read it. Did I? Yeah. He read it to me. You could get away. I'm saying you could get away with that lie. I wouldn't. Uh, I so, think, like last year, I read about 50 books. I believe you actually read them. Yeah, like they're little, those little golden books. But oh, stop it. This, you know, pretty solid. I've always I'm been below. I've always been below and I'm getting I'm, below. I'm getting to that. I now. like to read, I do. I I love to read too. I I wish I did more of it. Uh but I'm I'm below. But 47% of people claim they read more books than that. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd alert. So ha- so so half of us 
So 47% claim they read more than 12 to 13 books a year. So have us reading more than a book a month. Doubtful. Why are you lying? My Why wife is way above Why that. Why are you lying? Uh, they say the average American eats 12.7 pounds of ice cream a year. I'm way under that. I'm not that's, a, that's about no, a pint I, a month. Yeah, ice cream is very um, special occasions for me. Yeah. I'm below. Yeah. Slightly below, but I can go to town. I love ice cream, man. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. It, it hurts. It's just a bottomless pit. If I start, I can just eat the whole thing and oh, not even, you know, I go into werewolf mode. I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> nothing nothing hurts. I don't werewolf remember it. <laughs> I just, all of a sudden, I'm looking at an empty It doesn't hurt of ice you? Cream. It doesn't hurt? M- mentally, later, I no, think no, about like, it. No, no, like your like body. Like, it hurts. Dude, man. We had to cut back. We were going to get frozen custard a lot for a while, and all of a sudden it started hurting. He was like, you know, I need to take a break. So I, mm. it, it is uh, maybe once or twice a year now for me. No, that doesn't I hurt me it, yet. It's oh, painful. I, ha- I had to laugh at this because uh, Nutrisystem is, uh, you know, it's a weight loss. It's a weight loss plan, right? It's like a meal plan, Nutrisystem. You've seen the commercials. Yeah, sure. is it a shake thing? Uh... No, I think I think they do they do meals. They plan out your meals for they you. They plan think, out your yeah. meals oh, for okay, you. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now they're doing uh meals for two. Okay, because they're saying like, uh, you know, it's it's better to go on your weight loss journey with somebody else, you know, as a partner, which I get. But they're putting the meals in one kind of package and people are just eating both yeah. meals. It's <laughs> a slippery slope. Oh no. Uh. This is the dumbest idea ever. <laughs> Nutrisystem partner plan now includes meals for two for dinner. So they're trying to get people to, you know, share, and people are just cooking both and just eating both. Yeah. Hey, man. Good business move for them. I guess so. Yeah. Great business move. It's a never-ending cycle. Yeah. Why am I not losing weight? Because you're eating meals for two. That's why. And it's coming in the same package. Yeah, that makes it hard. Librarian checking in. Audiobooks count. Yeah, they oh, count. They count. No. they count, as in you're, you are getting the information... But if you if you I'm tell me point it. blank that you read a book, I'm gonna say, well, did you read it or did you just sit there, you big <laughs> lummox? <laughs> <laughs> All right, twelve point seven pounds of ice cream a year. I'm way below that, uh, and maybe I'd like to be above it. Way below. Scott, below. Yeah, way below. All right, ninety one percent of people said, yeah, they eat less than that. Uh, the average person only gets two pieces of actual mail a month. Not counting bills, junk mail, and packages. Uh, uh, two pieces, I get far more. Not counting bills, junk mail, and packages. Well, what else is there? Um, a letter like, from uh, a, a pen pal? My mother writes letters. Uh, my, my, my parents still do mail, so uh, occasionally we'll get something like that. Um, now, you're, you're not thinking about invites like uh, uh, baby shower invites or wedding uh, invitations. Okay, there's maybe one or two of those a year. One or two of those a year? Oh, living your baby life shower. is awesome. <laughs> I have never gotten a baby shower invite. Baby shower or wedding? How many wedding invites are you getting? More than I want. Uh, yeah, we get a few of those. I don't, man. Uh, okay, well. I mean, um, there was a time when I was in that, the zone, like, you know, 25, you know, 22 to 35, yeah. that Age, you know, there were a lot of baby shower invites and wedding invites because that was the zone of people doing that stuff. Okay. Now it's really trailed off. Yeah. Can we Maybe include like the occasional birthday card? Do we have to include fan mail? Well, once it, a year birthday card. Because if we include fan mail, I probably get like 
six cards a year. Birthday pretty cards. Big, pretty big deal. That's, that's Birthday card. One. Okay, that's one. Christmas cards. I mean, think of December is going to offset this whole thing. Average a month. Nobody's writing me letters. <laughs> no. no. I'd say I probably probably I like two, maybe. probably three or four a, a month. month. Yeah. All right, so you are you are above average. I'm I would say so. I'm below, for sure. Sixty sixty percent say they don't get that much. Uh, do you spend fifty one minutes a day driving? Fifty one minutes per day spent driving. That's what the average American says. Used to be way over. Now I'm under. Well, how long does it take you to get to work? Um, I'd say probably 15 minutes. Okay, so 15, so back and forth, that's 30 minutes. Uh, I'm about there. I'm about, hmm. Maybe 20 minutes. I'm about 51 minutes a day. It's 20, <laughs> it's 20 some odd minutes to and from the, you know, from home. Yeah. And then driving the kids around to activities. I'm, I'm about there. Yeah. I'm about 51 minutes. Man, I used to, I used to put... 80 to 110 miles a day just with kid stuff. Wow. For a while there. Just driving all the time. You above or below that? Uh, I don't drive around much unless we're on the road or something. I mean, at home, I'm not really buzzing around town much. Okay, so you're under. Scott, you're, you're over? Yeah, under. You're under, okay. Yeah. Uh, 438 bucks spent on groceries each month, above or below? What was the number? 438 bucks spent on groceries each month. Oh, way more. We're above. Uh, per, per one person? or uh, <laughs> <is that> like... <laughs> However much you're spending a month. Yeah, a lot more. We're so over. much yeah. more. There's only two in my house, and it's above that. Okay. Nice. What if you use the bathroom seven times a day, above or below? Seems like a lot. Um, I would say I was right at that for a while. It's fewer times right now. Pee-pee time? I mean... Uh, I'm eating less right now, so it's just less. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, are you drinking a lot of water? What are you, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I guess so. You know what? I, okay, I'll, I'll take that back. I'm probably above average because I'm 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 always drinking coffee, tea, or water here, and I'm going to the bathroom almost every other break. I think that's probably right, seven times. Not for me. I just have one long pee. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, just camel. Just one long one. one long long <laughs> just the daily camel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, th I think I'm about seven times a day, Scott. Yeah, I'm. I've got to be above that because I. Yeah, basically every break I'm. You going, are. Because I pound. I try to get a ton of water in me as much as I can. I maybe go to the bathroom one time a show, and every time I go to run to the bathroom, you seem to be in there. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. the He's the new wanderer. As soon as it's as soon as it's break, he's wandering to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, cool! I got three minutes to go. You know, take a tinkle, and I'll. Die. Damn it, Scott's in there again. <laughs> again. Again. A tiny bladder. He's trying to raise the national average. 41% mm -hmm. say they go more than seven times a day. Okay, last one. 1,500 hours of TV a year. That's about four hours a day. Ooh, I'm under. I'm under. I'm under. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say I'm under. Because does this so, count? This does not count. No, okay. no. The TV but, on the screen. We, uh, we, we. Not playing, you know. Sitting in front of the TV watching, watching the show. With the hours we keep, we try to we try to do naps, and I do turn on a TV to go to to, uh, to to go to sleep in the afternoon, and I put the half hour timer on, and I never get there. So even if you add those minutes up, I'm still probably under four hours. But my wife and I really enjoy our TV time at night, but we probably get an hour max. Yeah. Does that count watching a little something on your phone? No, I think sitting in front of the TV. Oh, like TikTok yeah. and all that. Does that count? Yeah, or no, just the TV TV specifically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
just 30 minutes of wheel every night, and that's it. That's your that's your tradition? I'm a wheel watcher. Mm. Awesome. Hey, it is mm. very cool. What will Vanna wear tonight? <laughs> oh, I've been watching that for my whole life, wondering that question. Remember, that was a whole, never that was a whole campaign yeah. for, for yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Well, there was the I'm a wheel watcher, that whole little jingle they did for a while. And then I remember back in the in the maybe late 80s. Early yeah, 90s is what will that wear tonight? And she never lets you down. What never disappoint. What time is that on? Uh, six thirty. Oh, really? What 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 channel? Channel five. And that's your thing every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so is awesome. Je- is it Jeopardy <laughs> then the wheel? No, they do Celebrity Jeopardy now afterwards on a different channel, but Jeopardy's on during the day. Yeah, Jeopardy used to be four thirty. Jeopardy used to be. Yeah, is it still at four thirty? I don't know. Yeah, I haven't I been able to watch. Yeah, what was on before the wheel? Oh, local news. Just the news, news yeah. yeah. And then it usually goes straight into some murder homicide stuff, mm. direct, like directly. Some happy couple wins the fifty thousand dollars, or you know, happy gal wins or something, and then it goes directly into a detective. <laughs> we got a dead hooker at this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> always, like without a without a pause. So you gotta oh, man. switch gears. Uh, before we hit the uh, teamers member of the day, I do want to uh, bring up something I saw on the internet this morning. And there's no audio go, to go along with it because it's a TikTok video. Just, you know, the music playing with the words scrolling across the screen. But somebody on a flight filmed the person next to them doing something that should only be done in private. Yeah. What am I talking about? Do you have a button for this? Now? It's- no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought it was. Hmm. Uh, I, oh, I almost, picking your nose. I almost would rather them do that. Trimming uh, nails. Oh. There it is. Ooh. Trimming your nails. Oh. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> yeah. On a flight. Here, and here's how they explain it in the caption. Quote, when the passenger next to you clips their fingernails and one lands on you. Oh. oh. It stabs you in the leg. <laughs> no, you didn't. I, you know what? I would almost rather them, Joe, and I'll tell you why. Because that's like something mental. What? You have like some kind of <laughs> like some kind of mental thing going on. Uh you're off. You <laughs> don't know right from wrong. When you clip your nails, you're just an a-hole and you can't fix that. <laughs> maybe with therapy, maybe with therapy, we could teach you not to there's all these certain places you Joe. Now that's a confrontation moment, right? Like I I I let people get oh away. Oh my with, god, if a fingernail lands on you? Yeah, I let people get away with Almost anything in an airplane because I don't care. I'm minding my business. You mind yours. Stay out of my bubble. I'll stay out of yours. It's it's fine. It's like you you are living your life. I'm cool with it. If a nail hits me, I'm gonna go. Oh come on, man. We we can't we can't do that. We can't be doing we can, that. We can't yeah. do that right now. Please. Yeah, that's that's you know absurd. like a a, a a a calm confrontation. <laughs> but but you one must point it out. You have to say, oh um, uh, dude, please. You you can't do that in this row. I just got hit by a nail. No more strays are coming this way. You've got to stop. You've got to stop. Would you confront? Oh, of course. Yeah, you you'd guys? have to say something. Okay. Yeah. Shame them a little bit. Well, no, it's not about that. I would just say, you, you can't do that. I would think <laughs> even the most uh, introverted person would say something. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> the most introverted, non-confrontational <laughs> person would would say something. The Jack Nicholson character on As I, as Good As It Gets Yesterday. Like, uh, this gal like touches his silverware, and he goes... What are you trying to do to me? <laughs> and my wife laughs hysterical. Like, why, why was that so funny? She goes, because I've seen you do that. I've seen you do that in public. If somebody, like, invades something that's clearly a violation of, you will flat out say, what are you trying to do to me? 
But so, like, for example, like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell one of my kids, you know, I'm sitting in the living room, hey, can you get my glass from the table? And they take it from the top, like, uh, where I drink. And you, your fingers, yeah, yeah, that's you where go, I'm drinking whoa, whoa, from. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> come on, come on. I'm living life here. <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying about, you know, if you're a sexual deviant, maybe we could put you in rehab. I, see. I guess so. There's something more fundamentally wrong about making that choice to clip your nails. You but know. if you are just a straight up douchebag, bad person. Yeah. But I think I'd rather have the nail hit me than... Than something else? Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully he's aiming another way. We, okay. we know people that, that have that ha- habit, though, and, and, and trim their nails in really unexpected places. Jeff would do it at, the, at and his that, desk. And that's who I'm thinking of. But and, at least he would do it over the garbage can. Yeah, but I can see Jeff doing it in a plane. To himself. You can't do that at home? Listen, I don't know what it is about that habit that, that you have nail clippers with you at all times, but Jeff seemed to, like, make it pretty acceptable. I don't know if he normalized it for me because I, I saw it so much, but I'm a, here's here's one thing. I'm assuming if somebody's trimming their nails, uh, and maybe this is just wishful thinking, I'm assuming if somebody's trimming their nails that often, where they're actually doing it there in a plane, they probably have pretty clean hands and nails. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least they're obsessed with it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're obsessive in well, some sort of way. Well, I think that's what Jeff was. Right. Jeff was very obsessive. So I assumed, or at least hoped, that he always had really clean hands, clean nails. So, but he would do it over the garbage can. I'm just saying, if there's strays. If he's doing it here in the office. I mean, I have a pair, I have a pair of nail clippers in my car. Yeah, I've done you that. You do? I do. Haven't you ever done that where you, you're no. going somewhere and you have the door open to your car and you just trim right there and... <laughs> Because you're like, oh, man, my nails look horrendous right now. i got to get these cleaned That's up. That's a trucker move. You being serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You stick it outside I've the never, door. I've just never thought about having nail clippers no, anywhere and, and outside of my I bathroom. No, and the reason I did, because I, I got my, my finger caught on something, like part, like the yeah. side oh, nail, man. like like on the side of your finger, like yeah. broke off. And I'm like, oh, God. And it was one of those, if you pull, if you pull it off, it's going to be pain for three days. Maybe that's mm. a result of me being a chewer. You know, I'm gonna. Oh, I know. Yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not an nail chewer. Yeah, I don't chew. I'm a chewer. I try not to, but like you know, if, if something is, is hanging loose, the, the, I have teeth. I have nail clippers. They're in my mouth. All right. So are there <laughs> are there nasty <laughs> habits that people should stop doing in public? Well, cutting your nails, yes, disgusting. Licking your fingers, hmm. oh, the worst. I apologized. The worst. Who uh, who and why? Who's doing this and why? Well, like a barbecue uh, place. Yeah, at a barbecue place or, you know, you see somebody finish a bag of Cheetos uh, yeah. and they're licking <laughs> their fingers. Oh. Just on a bus. Do you remember, oh, do you remember the NHL? Oh. Remember the NHL put a puck tracker and, like, everywhere the puck went, you know, there was, like, a, there was yeah, a tracker? Yeah, called the Fox Tracker. If I see anyone, even on my periphery, in any scenario in public lick their fingers, it's like my brain goes, whoop, and there's a tracker on that person at <laughs> oh. all times. Like, right hand, index finger. Don't let it touch you. Weird. Yeah, you got to... See what they're touching. Just wash that off. My mind will forever track them until I'm out of the room. I'm serious. I, if I see somebody lick the finger, I, I go... <gasps> I saw the I saw the finger. Keep or, an eye, keep know, an eye on go, that. See what You're at touch. a table eating chicken wings. And instead of... Like, it would take a napkin and wipe your fingers mm-hmm. off you. This reminds me of something. And you make that... <laughs> 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 If you were, ah. at, let's say you're at a Super Bowl party on Sunday and, uh, There's and they no had the excuse. bags of chips, are you the kind of person that, do you shake the chips out into like a plate or do you reach in and grab the chips? Because that's something that I'm still shocked we do as a culture is everyone reaches in. Yeah. Uh, Bizarre. Because it's pretty gross. Yeah. That's why you fingers put them, are right there. That's why you put them in bowls. 
That's why you put them in bowls. Even the bowls is like well, iffy. That's, I'm saying you got to shake them somehow. Get them out. Uh, unending, unending whistling. Uh, not a fan of that. Well, if they're working, there's nothing else to do. We had a whistler at the office once, and I put a stop to that. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've seen that before out in public settings where someone's a whistler. Yeah, we had a whistler here, and uh, it was driving me crazy. And I remember. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was fired shortly after. Wow. I had a confront. I go, you got to stop. <laughs> you, gotta, you have to stop this. He was fired. You're really? killing me. I don't think it was because of that. <laughs> but it was days and days of doing it. Yeah. It was days of doing it. You, you know, you actually kind of ruined it for me because occasionally I'll find myself whistling just a little bit in this office and I always go, oh, oh, I got to stop that. No, no, it's okay. Occasionally. This was at five in the morning every morning. Every morning. And he was like a happy go lucky guy. Little and dwarf fact, with like... a pickaxe. <laughs> I know the type. <laughs> 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 anyway, you know, he'd, he'd go, you know, from, from one office to the next, and he would have to go past our office and, you know, whistling a tune every day. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you got you got this has to stop. Yeah. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, they don't know that they're, it, it, that anyone can hear them outside of their own head, probably, these whistles. Well, and he asked, he goes, are you serious? I go, yeah, I'm very serious. <laughs> yeah. dude, dude had some lungs on him, too. He, wasn't he just, did. He, he was a oh, good yeah? whistler. He yeah. was like just, that Scorpion song. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, just he was like... a good whistler. That was, it, wasn't for, uh, it wasn't for his ears. Uh, do you find it annoying when somebody cracks, your, uh, cracks their knuckles during a conversation? No, that's a power move. I'm not a giant fan. Not before, not before a brawl, Mike. <laughs> it kind of grosses me out. Or a bookie shakes me down. Like, I'm not... I can't really crack my knuckles or, you know. Can we try it right now? God. You could do it. Oh, my son could gross. do it. He does it backwards. He, you know, most people, like, they fold the fingers in and squeeze them down. He goes backwards. I do them both ways. Before I punch you, I do them both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, how, what, what's happening? How cool it's air that? bubbles. Yeah, yeah, but show me again when you did the, the thing. So he, he puts his hands I in, like, like, a prayer, yeah. prayer mode. And I spend them backwards. It's not. It only happens, you know. So what is cracking? Is it this knuckle? The, it's the all ha- the power inside mm-hmm. of me that's waiting to yeah. come out. Is it the hand one or the finger ones? It's right here, knuckles. Oh, okay. And then so those the bottom knuckles. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> gross guys, filled with bubbles. It just seems gross. My daughter, dude. My daughter has this incredible ability to twist her back and make the whole thing just go uh. all the way up, and it just. Send shivers down my spine. I just I don't I don't like the popping. Yeah, the cracking of the head and the necks are a little a little more intense. Oh yeah. Oh dude, it grows. I mean, I'm starting to sweat right now. That may that that's not good for me. Like if I'm having a conversation with you and you just start cracking your knuckles, <laughs> I, I can't think of nothing else but your knuckles cracking. <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop over here. I th- I mean these are pretty unacceptable things to do in public. Yeah. I'm uneasy. Now what? <laughs> what do you think should be? Should be allowed in public. That that now we're like, ooh, if you see somebody doing this, okay, go into the movies alone. Oh yeah, yeah I think fine. it should be. I mean, it's not illegal, but if you see somebody go to the movies alone, you go, hmm. mm. I've never been to a movie alone. I think that's quite healthy. I don't think I have either. My yeah. dad actually, uh, he after we were born, I never saw him go to the theater. It was like a rare thing. It just never, it never happened. Never ever saw it, and he. Blew my mind in, like, my 30s. And he was like, oh, yeah, I used to go to the theater all the time in the 70s by myself. He would just go. He, he's a huge movie fan, and he would just go to the theaters by himself. And honestly, I did it on tour all the time. It was kind of one of the most fun things to do. 
It is great. Go take a nap. It's a good spot to relax for a while. <laughs> well, I'm not spending fifteen dollars on a nap. Well, we, I used to when we were on the road and he had nothing else to do on those days where it's raining outside. It's just kind of miserable. Like, I might as well go there. No, I get I get it on fun. the road. But normally, yeah. like, hey, after after work today, just go to a movie by yourself. It does seem weird, I guess, when you say it, but like as we got time in the afternoon. Well, no, that's nap time. That's like real. Well, instead of taking a nap, you want to go see a movie. You just go by yourself. I, I never even thought of it. Yeah, I guess if there's something I really wanted to see and my wife didn't, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm after it. Um, uh, hmm. you know what? I'm thinking of more gross stuff like uh, you know, um, popping pimples in public. <laughs> hmm. I don't know why that doesn't bother no. me. What? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's terrifying. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. That what about people who spit? Oh, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that. I got a real <sighs> thing about that. And and here's the thing. Again, why are we spitting in urinals? You had to spit so bad that you. Had... It's. I don't know why it's a thing. It's so. I do it. Weird. I do it. I do it. I don't. I, I don't know why. Here's the thought: is I, I, I would like never I'm do it in case of splashback. Compelled. Just, it. It's too dangerous. I, I I'll spit, spit in a out. urinal. I'll spit in a toilet, and I'll spit. I, I do spit outside if I have to. If I get a loogie or something. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but you, but nice growing up, my, anytime I would spit, my dad would be like, "You're not a spitter. Don't spit." Like he was real against spitting. So I know. So when you're spitting in the urinal, before you were at the urinal. Had you had the urge or the need to no, spit no, otherwise? No, no. This makes no sense. It doesn't. To me. Who is going around needing to spit? It's more of a, I think, um, a marksman kind of thing. You know, you kind of want to. Maybe we're marking our territory. Yeah. yeah. But you're already going to mark your territory with the real marking. marker. Yeah. And a urinal kind of looks like a nose. So maybe you know, we don't know that. why we yawn, right? Doesn't science like we still haven't figured out why we yawn? Yeah, but that's yeah. like a, that's like a body. Now we don't know why we why, why no, we got to spit, spit urinals. in the urinals. It's because you saw some old man do it in the '80s, and now you think it's some yeah. manly thing for the next mammal. Uh, what that a guy in the '80s up. that I see do? I'm just who saying. was known for doing that? Uh, uh, Schwarzenegger was known what? for no, his I'm saying in action movies and spitting in urinals. No, in a bathroom, you see somebody do that. It's just as weird as ever to me. Yeah, makes no sense. I don't know why. I can't explain it. Mike, you're with me, right? I'm 100 percent with you. It's it's a it's an instinct. It's yeah, like an instinct. I think it's look I think it up. It's a habit. It seems, I think it's a learned it seems behavior. Like something you should do, and I can't remember where I would have learned it or picked it up. So, oh, Charles Bronson used to do that. Look it up. <laughs> yeah. Let's instead of looking it up, let's just do a Twitter poll. Do you spit in the urinal, fellas? Everybody's got to. No. I'm gonna guess we're going. You sit when you pee anyway, so you're not even out of above 75 percent on that. I don't sit in the urinal. <laughs> no, I said you sit. I said you don't use urinals. Yeah, well, of course I do. You sit on the urinal? Well, no, but I mean, when, when sometimes. <laughs> oh, is that it? You, do you only sit down to pee? Well, I prefer to sit down to pee. Well, so that's if, why if, you're not spitting. If, if, no, get spit out of Spit on your lap. If, if, if I'm at the house, I'm I'm sitting down. I was just at Wally's. I use a urinal at Wally's. This that's is a different. lovely place. That's Who wants different. to spit in here? That's different. That's gonna, a Wally's. I'm not going to spit on their property. Show my disrespect. I'm trying to find out the science behind that, but I did find something interesting in this article. It says some men apparently don't like peeing standing at urinals at all, and these men probably have really small penises. Mm. <laughs> that's what it says here. Yeah, so they need a lot of cauliflower. Scientific. I get it. I get it. <laughs> all right, today's Team Riz Remember the Day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from lovely Wright City, Missouri, Tyler Reese. Yeah, Tyler. 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 T
Uh, Tyler is an everyday podcast weirdo. He does not miss the show. He is always pushing friends and family to listen to uh, this here particular radio program, and he loves everything about the radio show, including just two of us. Loves Match Up with Moon, and anytime, and he's not here today. Anytime Clonvis stops by. Oh yeah, oh. he said hey. By the way, you better oh, let did, him man. know. I'll let him know. Good to hear from him. Uh, Tyler <laughs> Reese from Wright City is our teamers member of the day. Get super sweet teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up on a five seven the point dot com slash teamers. All right, we will take our first break of the morning. We'll come back with your crap on celebrities. It is a Riz show presented by the Fast Lane. Got to do that for 28 more days, Mike. Sounds good. The Twitter poll is live. All right. Run it up, spitters. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear you, spitters. <laughs> it's- hey, podcasters, Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whatever you drive, car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you can count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest price in town guaranteed and you can count on Dobbs uh, service pros for expert auto service done right the first time including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs with 43 stores including Dobbs newest store in Columbia Missouri complete full service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient take the time to check out Dobbs money saving February specials at go to Dobbs.com and drive into any of the Dobbs 43 convenience store locations for expert tire and auto service and for fantastic savings using Dobbs February deals today. Go to Dobbs.com. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. So Chesterfield Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chesterfield Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest-lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, I mean, I got to test all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the underdecking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated, go to the showrooms, see the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios and more. Free in-home estimates and all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mention the Red Show this month, Chestful Fence and Deck, 48 months interest-free financing. It's Chestful Fence and Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck. Hey, it's Al Sparks, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show, and I just want to take this moment to say, happy birthday, Riz, whenever it is. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. 
phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Nick Culture Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Ratio at 1057thepoint.com. You can send us your instant feedback through the Point Mobile app. We'll talk to Chris Kerber a little later on. Blues Hockey. Hey, they won last night. How about that? All right. Handily. Handily was an ass whooping. We're on a run, man. We're on a run. Two in a row, baby. Here we go. Here we go. Let's start uh, etching our names on the cup. (laughs) (laughs) And there you ruined it, Riz. Oh, man. Back in, what year was it we had that guy get the tattoo? Uh, That was 2015, I believe. You ever hear that story? I don't think so, no. Uh, We were doing well. Oh, man. Well enough for this guy to get a tattoo. I don't know why I even thought about doing this, but hey, we'll pay for... We'll pay for somebody to get a St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup Champions tw- uh, 2015 tattoo before <laughs> like before the season was over. Oh, it was it was maybe at the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah, and it's an incredible tattoo too. It's a great tattoo. Big, Big Dave at the Ink Spot and Troy did it, and uh, beautiful. I mean, it's it's beautiful. He's great. And we didn't win that year. From no, the and there was <laughs> quite a big, quite a bit of backlash. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, jinxed they, it. They blamed uh, us. There were national news. Oh yeah, places blaming us. I think they called us idiot radio guys. Oh <laughs> no, what did you do? Which is fine, but what's that have to do with it? Let's <laughs> see, 2015 Blue Stanley Cup. Let's see if there's uh, any articles about it. He was so nice too. Like he was, he was, he was pretty fun about it. It was just a random fan that said he would do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a couple volunteers, and he was the, the most serious <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> it's beautiful, dude. Look how beautiful this is, Mike. Hang on. Send that to me. I think he got... Just look up 2015 Blue Stanley Cup tattoo. He... I think he got it changed. Yeah, to 19. To 19. Oh, that's smart. But look at this thing, dude. Long four years. Look how nice there. of a tattoo this is. Oh, this yeah, is a I big see boy. It. It's yeah, a big boy. It's a big boy. That's a big boy. That's sweet, yeah. That's a big tattoo. Not, the, the guy's not big, the tattoo. Here's an article on CBSSports.com. <laughs> yeah. Blues fans, 2015 Stanley Cup champions tattoo was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Uh, people of America, on behalf of your fellow countrymen, allow me to enter this plea to you. Stop getting tattoos celebrating championships that don't yet exist. <laughs> Take Wait. Mike, for example. Mike is a St. Louis Blues fan who won a contest from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point FM in St. Louis. The show asked fans what they would do to win a free St. Louis tattoo. The best answer won. I guess, was that what we did? I guess so. Mike's winning answer was a little bit on the crass side for a lot, uh, or a lot, but that was what, uh, but that was nothing compared to what he decided to get for his free tattoo. So Mike went all in. On this being of the year that the Stanley Cup was finally going to come to St. Louis and a gigantic tattoo on his leg, Mike had the good folks over at Big Dave's The Ink Spot in Troy, Missouri put a giant blues 2015 Stanley Cup champions logo on his leg in full color. There it is. It's good looking. It's beautiful. Dude, Big Dave rips. Like, that's such a good tattoo. (laughs) But thankfully for him, he was, you know, we did win in 19, so he's able to kind of you know, St. Just, Louis Blues did not win the Stanley Cup in 2015, in case you haven't been following along this year, and this was an article written in 2015. But the Blues most definitely won't, as they were eliminated by the Minnesota Wild in six games in the first round. Look at all these Stanley Cup tattoos. <laughs> look, look, look at all these. Look at all these. They're all trash. All of them. 
none of them look very good, oh, yeah. except for his. His like just pops. jumps yeah. out <laughs> as the best Stanley Cup tattoo there is. Oh, this that, one's actually pretty darn no, good too. Good. That, that yeah. one's good. But most of these, like the Chicago one, uh, uh, and I'm not saying it's because of Chicago. I'm saying that these are terrible. Like that's tattoos. a terrible looking tattoo. The Tim Horton ones is nice though, like that. Mm. So I know Moon touched upon this yesterday a little bit. Uh, so Lil Nas X and uh, is that a DJ? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, a DJ, uh, writer, um, lots of hits. You would know all the hits, dude. So they were named in a million dollar lawsuit over a party they threw back in, uh, in 2022. I think he's more, more of a producer, but I think he was doing a lot of DJ, DJ so stuff. So I guess they were at a party in the, in, in the Hollywood Hills at this mansion. Uh, they ignored the property owner's request not to throw a party and left the place trashed. Uh, the massive rager resulted in over $25,000 in physical damages to this guy's property, mainly to chairs and sofas and walls and ceilings. So how is that a million-dollar lawsuit if it's $25,000 worth of damage? Hmm. Maybe the amount of time he hasn't been able to have people come in there? Good point. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe every time he hears the word party now, he twitches. Oh, my God. No, think yeah. about that, though. If they did 25000 in damage, it's going to take however many weeks of, of of rental, yeah. Okay, to, you're right. All right, it. he lost. Okay, according to the landlord, he got, he lost forty thousand dollars in rental fees that he could have collected in the month when repairs were being made. Okay, so that's uh, sixty five thousand dollars in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Rounding up, that's a million. Yeah. Oh, I guess they were they were hired. So Lola's X was hired to play at the party, and so was Zed. Oh, so it wasn't their party. So it wasn't their party, but they're still being sued. Huh. Both Lil Nas X and Zed were paid a minimum of $250,000 a piece for their appearances at the party. Wow. Well, and they did the damage? I guess they're the only names, like they're the only big names that would have any money, so this guy is suing them, or they're a part of this lawsuit for a million bucks. Interesting. You know, they're, they're the two bold-faced names that are in... The lawsuit. Yeah. But have you ever been to a party that's gotten, you know, out of control? I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have, yeah. <laughs> um, trying to think if the recently if there was damages. No, no, not recently. Yeah, I, was I, it I was it one. party damages or like fight damage or what? Uh, both, yeah. <laughs> that's a party. Did uh, you throw the party or you were at it? I've never had too much damage done at a party that I've thrown myself. Um, but I've been to parties where, yeah, there's been damage, and we've people have had to clear out. And yeah, well, high school parties, cops have came. High I mean, school or parties in, in, in my twenties, yeah. Arrest. Maybe also, also, you know, college parties. Uh, you were at, you know, be at a house, never my own. Uh, you know, next thing you know, there's holes in the wall. Yeah. Uh, you know, people spilling stuff all over the place. I've been, I've been to, to parties where cops have shown up. Yeah, those kind of parties where all of a sudden it's like even the people who are throwing the party don't know the people there when the oh, party out gets of out of hand, you know. Yeah, my wife was notorious for throwing parties at her house. Oh yeah, in high school that would get out of control because her parents were out a lot. Violent stuff, fight stuff, uh, out of control, just like just like broken things. Now there's you know. 300 people. Wow. 400 people at the house. Cool. We used to throw parties uh, when I lived in Soulard, and a couple times I went outside, and there was a guy, there was a different guy each time, but a guy that was 
sit at my door and was charging people to get in. That <laughs> you didn't know. That I didn't know. He just saw people coming in. He knew there was a party, so he just posted up there and was charging people. Really? That's somebody, brilliant. Yeah, more than, more than once, people came in and they go, is there a keg or something? Why did I pay 10 bucks to get in here? Yeah, who is I this go, guy? <laughs> We're not charging to get into my apartment. That's amazing. <laughs> See, in the, band, in the band days, anytime you were invited to a party, it was just free booze. And we'd walk in and we'd, we'd, we'd party and this would be so awesome. And then when it got a little wild, we're like, then you bounce. Right, see you later. Yeah, you bounce you out of there. Get yeah, out. go into the bus and somebody drives us to the next city. We would never be there for the aftermath or any of that kind of stuff. Oh, it, and probably the worst damage I ever saw at a party wasn't even at the party. It was at the bar before the party. When... Uh, when I told you this, like our, our bass player at the time just had to have the bartender blow fire one more time. <laughs> and he blew fire and there were napkins above the bar up on the ceiling, uh, like up on this like a uh, roof thing over the bar. And those all caught fire, boy. And when you when you start having to fire extinguish everything, everybody's choking because yeah. it, it sucks the oxygen out. It did. It was everything was just covered. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, t- I'm talking house parties. You know, or maybe an, you were know, you were in an Airbnb and you know somebody threw a party got out of control. Yeah, I can't think of the last time I had to really jump out of a party real quick. You know, it seemed like it used to happen a lot. It know? used to happen a lot yeah. when you were you know when we were younger. Somebody would bring a keg. Yeah, and cops would come and you go, "Oh my God, cops!" Yeah, run, we just scramble. <laughs> I've been to one of your guys' party parties <laughs> where the police showed up. Yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't like our fault. Yeah. It never is. It's not is my it? fault, yeah. obviously. That wasn't our, that wasn't our fault. That was in Chesterfield. Something happened, and we got it was mistaken identity. Next thing, the cops are in my backyard. Mistaken identity. Mm. Uh, were you one, the one throwing the party? No, absolutely <laughs> no. not. All these people in my backyard are not throwing a party. Yeah, but it wasn't a noise complaint. Remember, there was a synagogue up the street. I forgot, honestly. There I was just a synagogue. Going, oh my gosh, your cops are here. There was a synagogue <laughs> up the street, and somebody was yelling like anti-Semitic things. Oh, I see. I didn't even know that. Oh, you didn't know. So, so somebody at my party was driving a Camaro. Somebody was in a happened to be in a Camaro and and drove by a bunch of Jewish people walking to synagogue that night and yelled at something anti-Semitic. Oh, I didn't. I don't think I ever knew that full story. And next thing you know. There were cops in my backyard, and I'm like, "Oh my god, the cops are here!" <laughs> yeah, and I, I wanted too. to hide everything. I yeah. go, "Wait a minute, I'm an adult. I'm in yeah. my yeah, 30s. yeah, dude. It was so funny watching everybody react because <laughs> they just walked into the into the backyard. Yeah, that's the last time I remember the cops coming. We were shooting off fireworks, and this is probably 15 years ago or more. <clears throat> yeah, probably a little more. But yeah, we the cops came back and instinctively we all started just scrambling like <laughs> that's kids. what I did. I'm yeah. like, and oh my co- god! The cops the like, don't run! I'm just here because you're shooting off fire. It was Fourth of July, you know, and um, he's like, it's just you know the neighbors say it's just getting excessive. Just just relax. It was nice as could be, but we just instinctively just started scrambling around the backyard like kids. Well, I yelled out, five oh! Well, he did. He did. We, we all did. That's why I never got the story. I think I ran oh, in the it. woods. <laughs> See ya. And they started walking. The cops started walking away, and I go, wait. A minute. I, this is my house. <laughs> what are we doing here? I'm in my 30s. Well, my rights. You were hammered. Was that the same uh, night uh, yes, that, that was, we ended up, yeah, in the picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> no, no, that was another night. <laughs> that was a different night. That was another night. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. That's all right. <laughs> that was another night. All right, today is uh, February the 15th, back in the day. Happy birthday, St. Louis. Hey! hey 259 years ago today, in 1764, St. Louis established. Here in Missouri as a French trading post by some dude named uh, Pierre Leclerc. He was like 14 or something. 
wasn't he? Does it say his age on that? I don't know how old he is. He was a teenager, I think, when he did that. De- dehydrated, too. Dehydrated? Mm-hmm. Pierre? Got me there, man. He's peeing air, I think. Jeez. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize <laughs> for the rain delay. <laughs> Uh, 120 years ago today, in 1903, the first teddy bear went on sale. Uh, 73 years ago, 1950, Walt Disney's Cinderella opened in theaters. That cost three million bucks to make, and Walt put up half the money himself. And if the movie had flopped, Disney Studios would have gone bankrupt and closed. Wow. Do you know this story? 62 years ago, 1961, the U.S. figure skating team, uh, the U.S. figure skating team, was killed in a plane crash. The entire team. Uh, why, why, why don't we hear about that more? I don't know. Why isn't that something we, we see, like, at the Olympics? 1961, the U.S. figure skating team killed in a plane crash. Wow. No, I never heard that. <clears throat> Boy. Uh, 58 years ago, 1965, Nat King Cole died from lung cancer. 44 years ago, 1979, Saturday Night Fever won a Grammy for Album of the Year, and the Bee Gees took home awards for Best Pop Group and Best Arrangement for Voices for Staying Alive. Uh, Steve Martin that year won Best Comedy Album for The Wild and Crazy Guy. And Billy Joel's Just the Way You Are was a uh, record and song of the year. Holy, Boy, s- holy smokes, dude. Hell of a Grammys. You see this whole thing? Sabina Flight f- 548. <sighs> Commercial aircraft carrying 18 members of the U.S. figure skating team who were headed to a competition in Prague crashed near Brussels Airport, killing everybody on board. Six coaches were also on the plane, along with four officials and six of the group's family members. Wow. How, yeah, we don't hear much how, about how that. we never heard of it? I don't that. know. Uh, 38 years ago, 1985, The Breakfast Club was released. 31 years ago, 1992, Jeffrey Dahmer was found sane and guilty of the brutal sex torture murders of at least 15 young men. He was sentenced to 15 life terms, totaling 957 years in prison. But he only served two years because he was beaten to death by another inmate back in 94. Hmm. And 25 years ago today, in 1998, Dale Earnhardt won his first Daytona 500. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Yeah, you know, I, I read that about the figure skating team. And I go, let me I, check I would, that. I mean, that was a huge tragedy. It seems like that's something they would have um, a little memorial for, something that we would know every year. Yeah, and they do. something know. after. Maybe, maybe there is something we don't know about. Maybe. No, one of us would have caught it. We've been watching the I've been watching Olympics a since the 80s. Yeah, and I like figure skating. I do. Mm. You do. I do. Yeah, Since I the went, old Tanya Harding days, I've been into it. Yeah, I went to uh, uh, the arena to watch Christy Star- Yamaguchi. Me too. Stars on there? Ice. I was I there. Was I there. Know. Nancy Kerrigan, Brian Boitano. My, my Lutzes and Sal Cows. <laughs> <laughs> did we just become best friends? <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Crap brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime appearance sparked interest in her music. Immediately after the 13-minute set, Riri's Apple Music stream shot up 331%. Her smash umbrella reached number one in 105 countries. Rihanna also saw her biggest day on Shazam. She gained more concurrent listeners uh, than any of the performers from last year's show, Dr. Dre, uh, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, and 50 Cent. Now, here's something I want to I mention. Um, she said that, or th- th- They said that she saw her biggest day on Shazam. Which really kind of 
hits on the point, and people probably aren't thinking about this. Shazam uses that uh, spectrogram, right? I mean, isn't that how it uses, like a, like audio fingerprint? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a, something encoded in there. It's an encoded thing that recognizes, like, the the the, the beats and the... the this, it's a spectrogram thing, so, like, different differences in, in the audio file. Wavelengths, yes. it, Wavelengths, right? Which goes to show you they have to play, knowing that the Super Bowl is probably going to be Shazammed a lot or different apps that use that same kind of thing. That's why you're going to hear tracks. So live music, in a sense, like truly live yeah. music, is a bad business move now on, it's not on television. It's not, because uh, it's not stamped in the same, in same spectrogram sort of way. So think about that. Live music is a bad business move. Actual live Fully live music is a bad business move. Unless on I guess you're paid up front. You know what I'm saying, though. I mean, yeah. this is well something to think. Rihanna, about. whoever plays the halftime show, does not get paid. That is a free gig. That is a free gig. So you're not, you know, she did not see a dime. But you know what I'm saying? I'm just, just, just think about that. When I mean, next time you're like, oh man, the band's not playing live. Well, yeah, because it's a terrible idea apparently now. Uh, I think Rihanna's past the point of. I'm not saying anything about Rihanna. I'm saying for rock guys like ourselves that are fans of rock bands, the next time you see the Foo Fighters play on on something or whatever, realize that the, if they're really trying to like gain more listeners or Shazams or whatever, like think about that. True live music's probably not a good idea. And I read an article yesterday about how Rihanna gave a bad name to lip syncing, <laughs> like one of the worst lip syncing jobs ever. Eh. Uh, whatever. All right. What's her last name? Uh, Fender. No, Fendi. Rihanna's last name? Mm-hmm. Banana? 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 Yeah. Sounds right. Rihanna Banana? Sounds cool. It's Jones. No, it's Fenty. Fenty? Fenty. Fenty. Okay, yeah. F-E-N-T-Y? That's her uh, that's makeup right. line or something. Yeah, that's, that's the only reason I knew that. Uh, Snoop Dogg is bringing Death Row to the next frontier. He released the Death Row Records catalog on... TikTok. Snoop purchased the collection of music last year and pulled it from all streaming services. TikTok will only have the catalog exclusively for the next week. And in a statement, Snoop said the music will be back on streaming services real soon. So that's cool. Uh, so so all Death Row stuff has been pulled off of Spotify and stuff? I guess he pulled it off everything after he, shortly after he bought it last year. Huh. Weird. And now it's on I didn't TikTok. notice, Mike. Exclusively for the next week and then everything uh, real soon. Uh, who's ready for the fourth Spidey adventure? I like all those movies. The last one was great. Marvel president Kevin, is it, is it Feige? Feige. Okay, Feige has made it official. Tom Holland is back as Peter Parker. During the in-depth interview with uh, about the future of MCU, Feige confirmed that a fourth Spider-Man film is in the very early stages of development already. He, quote, he said, quote, I will. Uh, all I will say is that we have the story. We have big ideas for that, and our writers are just putting pen to paper now. Uh, Marvel had one of the biggest hits ever with Tom Holland's third outing, Spider-Man No Way Home, which became the first pandemic release to gross over a billion dollars worldwide. I saw there was a, a YouTube video. It's like how the Spider-Men react, how the three Spider-Men react to paparazzi. So it's like Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland all caught by paparazzi at airports. Uh, so when they catch Tom Holland, he's like, hi, like, you know, waving and stuff. Andrew Garfield, you know, gives a little smirk and Tobey Maguire, like, runs and hides. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, Chad Kruger welcomes Nickelback's haters saying that hate is exactly what kept the band relevant all these years. He said, well, I'll just let him say it. All right, here is Chad from Nickelback. 
you know, all the detractors, all the haters, all the keyboard heroes, they have no idea how much they keep us in the press loop. It's hilarious. Those people that would love to see us go away, if they really want to see us go away, they would just shut up because all those bands that came out with us at the same time are all gone because nobody said anything about them. They've just all just sort of disappeared. We've really kind of spun this whole negative thing into a positive thing, and it's, uh, here we are. <laughs> what do you mean by those people? Good question. Keyboard Warriors. Their new album's pretty, or whatever new song they have out is ripping. They've they've really, I mean, look, I'm not a fan, but they, uh, I am a fan of that one song, Rockstar. That's them, right? Yeah, yeah. I love that song. Um, yeah, but he's exactly right. I mean, um, that's what's kept them is everybody claiming they're number one. Kind of like Carrot Top, you know, if you become the signature go-to you know, joke rock band or joke comic, Nickelback or Carrot Top. That keeps you in the yeah. public spotlight. And as long as you can keep on delivering the goods, then... Which hey, they do. You embrace I love it. Carrot Top Which I they like do. Nickelback. Nickelback is super great at what they do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everybody kept them relevant. Uh, I love I love how we say keyboard heroes. Keyboard <laughs> heroes. Uh, they'll be on tour uh, this fall with country star Brantley Gilbert. Two first names. Uh, Keanu Reeves has a healthy mistrust of technology, particularly in the ways it can use it can be used to manipulate his image. In fact, he, uh, he was in the Matrix. I mean, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He has been putting a clause in his contracts for years that prevents anybody from doing anything like that without his permission. Deep fakes and all that stuff. He says, quote, I once had a performance changed. They added a tear to my face and I was like, huh? It was like, I don't even have to be here. Now, Riz, I know you do a spectacular Keanu Reeves I know, impression. Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you to say, I was like, huh? I was like, huh? It was like, I don't even have to be here. It was like, I don't even have to be here. Whoa. Is that like a Spicoli? That may, I may have like drifted into No, you're, you're, you're nailing it. You're nailing it. Is that a I am an FBI agent. <laughs> yeah, you're getting it. He said, what's frustrating about that is you lose your agency. When you give a performance in a film, you know you're going to be edited, but you're, you're participating in that. If you go into deep fake land, it has none of your points of view. Uh, there is a whole YouTube channel it's called fake keanu is that the guy that's on instagram and all that oh yeah is that a deep yeah, fake i thought that was a, a look-alike oh no that's a deep fake yeah. it is and it's huge yeah fake keanu looks real is this one of those things that because he's had that clause and made this known that they're like oh we'll just pick him as the absolute target and the poster child for doing i think this. they do it for everybody there's like a tom cruise one and the tom uh, cruise yeah. one is amazing too yeah but <laughs> Whoa, it's me. We're there. Whoa, I didn't I do never that. Did that. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel got Top Gun Maverick stars John Hamm and Charles Parnell uh, to do a spoof promo for the upcoming Oscars. Here's an edited version uh, where Billy Crystal actually makes a cameo. Okay. Pretty funny. James Christian Kimmel, your reputation precedes you. Thank you. Not in a good way. No. We asked a lot of people before you. Well, I'd rather not know who they were. Let me tell you. Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> Tina Fey, Jon Stewart, Chris Rock. Letterman, Leno, Arsenio, Magic Johnson, Chevy Chase, a child dressed as a pirate. I think he can do it. Double Admiral Crystal. Is there any way you could host? No, I have a dentist appointment. Listen, I've hosted this thing nine times, and I say give the kid a shot. You know, I've hosted twice before. Really? Yeah. I didn't see it. <laughs> I thought that was great. So Kimmel will host. The original video is almost four minutes long. Uh, we'll put it up on the blog for you. 
Uh, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's former nanny. We've heard about, you know, all the drama, drama. with that whole thing. Uh, she allegedly blabbed to the media about them. Is now taking the ex-couple to court, claiming they drove her uh, uh, to her wits' end and then some. The woman's name is Erica Gennaro, and she just filed a suit against both actors for whom she previously worked between 2018 and 2021. In the docs, uh, Gennaro makes even more allegations about the uh, dynamic during the rocky time in the partnership. According to her, Olivia abandoned the household, by and large, in 2020, around the time she reportedly started her romance with uh, Harry Styles. And it was because of this that Gennaro says, or claims, that a lot of pressure was put on her to fill in on multiple fronts. Beyond just being the primary live-in nanny caring for O.W. and J.S.'s two kids, Gennaro claims that she also started to become a shoulder for Jason to lean on, staying after hours for him to vent and talk about the delicate situation. While Gennaro says uh, she gave Jason her ear, she also says uh, this lopped on an incredible amount of stress and anxiety that she claims became debilitating. On top of this, she also says her work duties started to be way more in demand, allegedly working around the clock. Sounds like a cash grab to me. Sounds like it. Yeah, she claims she was wrongfully terminated as well and alleges that Jason Olivia violated several employment laws in California, now asking for major damages under FEHA. Well, I did see the new Ted Lasso trailer, and I am excited about it. We do have that on the blog as well. It looks pretty awesome. Uh, if Jeff were here, he would start this story like this. Guess who's rumored to be riding the hobby horse with Eric Andre? You're not going to guess unless you know his uh, Instagram because he posted photos of him and rumored girlfriend em- Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, I don't think it's rumored anymore. Well, they're naked. I saw the picture. I didn't know who it was. Yeah, They're full on <laughs> naked on Instagram for Valentine's Day. And said, happy Valentine's Day. The comedian, 49, wrote Tuesday sharing risque pictures of himself laying completely butt naked on a couch with only a heart emoji, you know, over the... And meanwhile, uh, Emily can be seen in the background also naked in a mirror. Yeah, side view. Yeah, you side, side butt. Uh, is That's the only part of her body that you can uh, really see. But hello, like, that's what a interesting... Match. <clears throat> it's it's while she finally did something risque like that. Mm. <laughs> and to uh, n- to correct you, he's thirty nine, not forty nine. Oh, he's thirty nine. Yeah. My bad. My he's like he's he older than me, huh? Yeah, he's thirty. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty interesting match there. He's got the wild hair and he can do it. He can pull the ladies. Yeah, you know what? Make Gives them us laugh. all hope. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Gives us all hope. Just make them laugh. Uh, Ryan McKenna is learning life comes at you fast. Five years ago, he was cheesing with Justin Timberlake in a viral Super Bowl moment at age 13. And on the eve of this year's big game, cops say he was hammered and fighting with friends (laughs) in a California pizza kitchen. That's a great place. Ryan. Oh, CPK, huh? Ryan was made famous for snapping the selfie with Justin. He became the selfie kid. Uh, It's 113.0 million viewers during the Super Bowl 52 halftime show. Had another eventful Super Bowl weekend. This time, like I said, he got a felony charge. Mm. According to the arrest report, cops were called to the shopping center in Naples, Florida on Saturday when a uh, report, of course, Florida. A report of a man who was drunk and hitting his friend inside CPK. Police arrived and said a 15-year-old boy told them he was friends with Ryan, but had gotten into an argument that escalated to the point where 18-year-old Ryan stood up and aggressively pushed at a table and started yelling obscenities at the boy's girlfriend. Cops say that they were talking to the 50-year-old and Ryan interrupted and started arguing again. Police say Ryan was asked to step away. Then he kept arguing. Ryan was asked to calm down, step away, and wait. And instead... 
uh, he actually kind of like shoved and threw the hands off the cop yeah, that was trying to hold him. No, touch the cop. Save that for the Waffle House, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hand- Waffle House behavior, not CPK. <laughs> Handcuffed and detained. Officers claim he then resisted. They took him to the ground. Uh, I mean, this whole thing that is. Uh, his mugshot isn't super. I mean, it's very mugshotty. He doesn't look like the old kid that took the picture with Justin Timberlake, I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. Following the big breaking news that Hugh Jackman would be, would be reprising his Wolverine role in Marvel Studios' Deadpool 3, Ryan Reynolds now has, uh, looks like they've found their next co-star. It uh, looks like the Crown breakout star, Emma Corrin. Do you guys know Emma Corrin? No. Uh, well, she was in The Crown. Uh, she is going to be uh, some sort of a villain role. Season three of Ted Lasso up on the blog. If you care, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly were seen leaving a marriage counseling nope. office. <laughs> you guys want to do a quick, quick, quick list? I found experts say here are the five best rock bands of all time. Five best rock bands. Here we go. All time. All okay. time. I bet you I could. You get five guesses. Okay. Can I ask you just some some beginning? Basic questions. Yes. Five, so five best rock bands of all time. The five best rock bands of all time, according to experts. Okay. Who, first of all, who are these experts? I don't know. Okay. Bunch of nerds, uh, probably. Yeah. Ten, are, ten, ten expert websites put are together there this list. Any modern bands? Zero. Zero modern bands. Are there any bands that started in the '90s? It's a depressing list because they're kind of right, and it just shows you. Rock ain't rock no more. It, any bands that started in the 90s? No. Uh, would this be a cliched list? Yes. Okay. Beatles? Number one. Stones? Number two. Zeppelin? Number four. Uh, the five best rock bands of all time, and I think that they're probably right. Did one of them just sell a, a catalog? Pink Fo- Floyd? Pink Floyd, Pink number Floyd five. I, was gonna say. I would say the police probably should tie for number five. But they did not make the list. Okay, so we're missing number four? You're missing number three. It's, it's, like it's, a, it's obvious. It's either, yeah, it's got to be the one that's most popular lately. Come on, you guys are, you guys are not Elvis. Thinking. You're not thinking. Queen. Queen. Queen number three. Yeah. The whole Genesis list is on the block. should be up there, too. But they're not, Scott. No. They're not. Heartbreaking. And I'm okay Heartbreaking. with that. I'm okay with that. Right? And, th- and that's the depressing that's, part. You can't argue yeah, that's that. Pretty that's pretty a good list. list. You see yeah. it, you go, oh, yeah. No, I get, we can't beat the Godfather. Now, the arguments would be... Five and on, yeah, or or you know six and on. Then you start getting into the, you can't argue the you know best rock band of all time. Okay, the Beatles, yes, yes, yeah, the Stones, yeah. But it's also because the world allowed them to be Queen, yeah. There's the same amount of talent out possible now, but the business and the world would never allow it to grow and never allow it to perform and never allow it to be. I'm just saying, if you want to yell and scream about that list, if you're a Metallica fan or you're, you know, a fan of uh, the police, you know, those are the top band, you know, top rock bands of all time. You can't argue with that. Yeah, Now, I agree. You could argue... Is the police a top 10 band? Maybe. Genesis top 10 band? Maybe. Is Metallica top, Nirvana top 10 band? Maybe. I think the police influence as many people as Pink Floyd, so I think I think they're a tie for, for top five. But, the, you know, there's so many people out there that hear, that, hear this list and go, oh, they just don't make them like they used to, and oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not, it's not, the, it's not, it's not the bands or the musicians' faults. It's our fault. It's the way that we've crafted the business and just pop culture in general. No, they also just don't make them like they used to. Am I right, guys? <laughs> not, yeah. not, not true. Not true. The talent is out there. 
The, the, the highway is not. Uh, celebrities celebrating birthday today. Megan Thee Stallion is 28. Uh, blues guitarist Gary Clark Jr. is 39. Brandon Boyd from Incubus, who will be at Point Fest, uh, is 47. Man, this guy with the flow. With the flow and the back of the helmet. Yarmy Yager. Czech hockey star. I think he he just stopped playing in the NHL like last week. Uh, Yarmy Yager is uh, 85. He's 51. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, she is Lois Griffin on Family Guy. Alex Borstein is 52. Rapper Birdman is 54. All right, who's Christopher McDonald? Ronald Christopher McDonald. Christopher McDonald. Me and Scott stepped on each other's stupid joke. Is <laughs> Shooter McGavin from Abby. Oh, yeah. Classic guy. Wacky. He does not look like a Chris. Sorry to say. Misname. What does he look like? I don't know. Shooter. Greg. I could see Greg. Yeah. No, he's not a Chris. That guy's been in a million things, but he will always be Shooter McGavin. He looks like a Greg Hamilton. Yeah. Looks like a Greg. He could pass for a lot of things. Yeah. Chris is not one of them. Star of Grease, too. He's really embraced that, uh, Shooter McGavin, by the way. I know he's got like a Twitter page now where he acts as a character. Okay, look, look. Uh, I introduce you to this guy and I go, hey, look, uh, here's my friend Chris. In your head, you go, I wonder what his real name is. Yeah. What does he look like? What is that to you? That's a Randy or a Greg. He looks like a Greg. Yeah, a that's a Greg. It is yeah. a Greg. That's Greg, a Greg McDonald is? <laughs> 68. <laughs> Christopher Greg McDonald is 68. Uh, creator of The Simpsons, Matt Groening is 69. So he actually named one of his sons Homer, and his sister's name is Lisa. And uh, King Scott's best friend, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, Jane Seymour, is 72. He got to interview her. Yeah, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. We're close now. All right, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Naughty Alicia. Naughty Alicia. And today's birthday girl has been in 449 fine films, including Atlanta Meat Lovers, Best Friends Always Share, The Busty Slut Wife, The Campground Whore, Scott's favorite, Dr. Pecker, (laughs) Uh, Fan Meat, Glory to the Whole, Rainy Day Romp, Whore of the World, and who can forget a role in 2009's Touch My Tushy 4. Naughty Alicia is 52 years old. See, when you look at her picture, you go, that fits that first name, Naughty. 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 Let me see. Naughty Alicia. Naughty Alicia. Thing for her to be named. A-L-Y-S-H-A. Her parents must have known something. Uh-huh. Yeah. She was destined to do this. <laughs> wow, she's beautiful. Uh, that's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your Naughty Alicia. I don't, I don't see Naughty. I see nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice Neighborly. <laughs> she looks like the mom next door. And then you find out what she, you know, what she's done. You know, she is naughty, Alicia. Hmm. Guess so. She's into weird sodas too. Uh, let's take a break. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. And she's into weird sodas. Doctor. Oh, Doctor Pecker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Riz here. I'm going to ask you to do something. Predict the future. You can't. It's impossible. You can't predict the future. Think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Uh, Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? You can change your life in just four months. Not four years, four months. And that's thanks to Centric. You see, Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world, technology. Centric's 
hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired, even if you have no IT experience. And cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in demand. And Centra can train you for that brand new career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in four months. And military men and women, you could use your GI Bill to go to Centric. Call 314-450-4714 or go to Centric.com slash STL, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. That's Centric. Change your life in four months. Hey, weirdos, it's King Scott, and I want to talk about Victory Men's Health and how they've helped me through the years. They've stayed by my side and have got my life back on track, and they will do the same for you. They will stay by your side, and they will help you. So if you have erectile dysfunction, adult acne, male pattern baldness, or you're struggling just for energy, or you want preventative care, or something new from Victory Men's Health that's a complete game changer in weight loss, and it's called semaglutide, and Victory Men's Health is offering this medication, and, and patients who use this they lose up to 15% of their body weight. So if you're interested, go to Victory Men's Health. They have three locations throughout St. Louis. They're open five days a week. It's very easy to get in there. Go to Victory Men's Health. Be you again. That's VictoryMensHealth.com. Woods Basement Systems. Boy, have they helped me out. The all things basement experts do all things basement. Basement waterproofing, foundation repair, crawl space repair, mold prevention, egress windows, but they also do concrete leveling. They can fix driveways. They've even raised a high slab. I knew of their expertise with basements and now I know of their expertise with concrete leveling because I had a front porch situation that was dangerous. It was ugly. It was bad. It was a safety hazard. But Woods Basement Systems helped me out with concrete leveling and piers so it's fixed forever. Go to moonloveswoods.com. There's a special offer for you today. Don't wait any longer. Do what I did and prevent further damage. These problems don't get better with time. They get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. Woods Basement Systems, the all things basementy experts. Check out that special offer at moonloveswoods.com. What's up, podcasters? Listen up. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Let Dobbs' team of 600-plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs, just in time for spring break driving, let's make sure everything on the family trucks is working all right. Be sure to check out Dobbs' Money Saver March deals at go to Dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. It's IndyCar driver Graham Rahal, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. You know what? Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. So we got your emails here in a second. Um, a new study ranked all 50 states from the most sinful to the least sinful. Or really from most sinful to slightly less sinful, but still very sinful. <laughs> it is America. <laughs> uh, give us the general metrics. Okay, so, so the rankings are based on stats that match up with the seven deadly sins. Uh, like crime rates for wrath, theft rates for jealousy, fast food joints per capita for gluttony, casinos for greed, porn site use for lust, plastic surgery rates for vanity, and exercise rates for sloth. So Missouri's got to be pretty good there. <laughs> where where are we? Where are we? I bet you were... Where are we? Top half. Top half. I'll say 19. We, we, we have a... 19. We have, say a, 19. we have a good ability to be right, right Well, can, can you give me... All right, let's 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 start with the most sinful. Most sinful state. Nevada. So you think Nevada. If it's Nevada or Florida. Yeah. Um, well, if they're going that, I'll say California. Okay, Florida is fourth. 
California's second. Nevada is your number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it's Nevada. Yeah, they would look around in the 50s and they said, damn, we're not going to be known for anything. But yeah, if you drive around place. Nevada, I mean, there's not much going on that's bad besides the couple cities, you know. Besides yeah, those Vegas cities are pretty. <laughs> <laughs> those cities are pretty. <laughs> as far as all the uh, you know sinful stuff goes, that that they get it all, pack it, it all in all there. Huh? <laughs> so Nevada, California. Uh, what, give me another sinful state. What's another state known for a city of excess? Texas. Uh, no. a, a uh, Texas is a sixth state? city or state. What do we do? Uh, We're doing states, but but this city. Makes this state that's in third place. Is it New York? Uh, New York was tenth. I'm going to say Branson, obviously. Oregon. What city in Oregon would make Portland? Portland. No. Portland's pretty With wild, home, man. Yeah, it's pretty sinful, sinful, sinful. Think excess. Think party. Uh, Atlanta, New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, so Louisiana, Louisiana is. Yeah, y'all are right. Okay. Well, we know yeah, last. Last. No. You're wrong about what you think last is. Really? Hmm. Nevada, California, Louisiana, Florida, Pennsylvania, Texas, Tennessee, Illinois. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yes, We're a little crazy over there. Yeah. Illinois is on there. South Carolina and then New York. Least sinful. You're thinking Utah, I'm thinking right? Utah, but perhaps it is something like... Utah's eighth Wyoming. as far as least sinful. Wyoming? Wyoming. Why do I think Wyoming? Well, just because uh, I don't, I don't know if there's any gambling there. There's, there's so no, much just like nothing. nature stuff, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and like I, I just don't see them being crazy heavy drinkers. Well, Thermopolis, Wyoming is a pretty wild town. I see it. Oh, Wyoming is yes. Oh, nice. nice. I feel good about that guy. Wyoming. What else? Give me another least sinful state. Uh, I told Can you, Utah. Kansas. Kansas. I don't know whether oh, they're gambling. Not Kansas. No. South Dakota. Uh, South Dakota was seventh as far Damn. as least sinful. Minnesota? Wait, Utah, you said second? Utah was eighth. Eighth? Iowa's probably pretty well behaved. Hey, uh, Iowa, we yes. Uh, so oh, Ar uh, Arkansas. Nebraska. Least. Nebraska. Nebraska was ninth least. Arkansas. Arkansas, no. Arkansas, no. They no, got, they got they a lot of, they don't have, lot of sin there. They Bill got Clinton's their fun, there. brother. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Little Rock. Uh, uh, Wyoming, Idaho was uh, was secondly mm -hmm. sinful. Idaho, yeah. New Hampshire. Oh, Vermont. Maine. Maine. Maine was tenthly sinful. Connecticut made it, huh? Connecticut. They yeah, must have laws that we don't know. Just because, you know, they can be anti-gambling, anti-this. Well, you know, what's funny about Wyoming, so I'm like, Wyoming. So I searched. I searched Wyoming in my, like, news and uh, you see get... what kind of issues they're dealing with. And, and sure enough, you know, things things do look fairly wholesome. Like, this week it's uh, it's been reported that according to the Wyoming Department of Health, gonorrhea rates in the state went down. All right. Yeah, they finally got that under control. Way to go. Uh, the state is advancing a bill that would make it easier for people in Wyoming to consume alcohol while doing things like throwing axes, darts, and chicken roping. Okay, yeah, pretty wholesome. And a politician has apologized after saying, quote, everyone's got their panties in a wad. I guess he said that on the floor of the Wyoming House of Representatives. He said he's an old soldier. That's no excuse, though. <laughs> I guess there was, like, one person who didn't. Hey, my panties are not in a wad. Uh, <laughs> oh, as far as, guy, as, far as Missouri goes, we're right in the middle, 23rd. Okay. Oh, okay. Right in the middle. Hey, uh, we're, good we're, for us, man. Can you name me three cities in Wyoming? Cheyenne. That's one. 
<laughs> Cheyenne. I already gave you one. Cheyenne Jr. No, not I don't know. What do you say? Tippecanoe? I don't know. What, what do you said? Thermopolis. Thermopolis. That's a, that's in Wyoming? Yeah. Oh. It's a cool town. It's one of those states that I guarantee you the majority. I'm sure there's a Springfield. Springfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, sure that's, that's a good bet. guess. <laughs> yeah, unless you've been through it, I feel like the majority of the country could not no. name you three cities. In I've Wyoming. been through it multiple times and I can't name any. Besides, you get to Cheyenne and then you start going west. I don't know anything that is. Ja- Jackson Hole is pretty called? Jackson, oh, Jackson, Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole is pretty famous Hole. now. Um, Cody. Those are Cody. those are on the map now. Doing pretty well. That's all the ski. Towns. Wyoming was like a big, it had a big boom, dude. Like a couple of years ago, a lot of folks from LA that were sick of buying in, in mm-hmm. Idaho and different places started buying. Yeah, and then people in Wyoming like, we don't want you here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they left. Backlash. Get the yeah. hell out of here. Get the hell out of you. That, don't ruin this state too. That is the Austria. <laughs> that's the Austria of of that whole yeah. area. They don't want you there. They're happy no. you're visiting, but please keep our population too crowded down. here. Yeah, I was. Uh, I almost got with the job I had before this. I they almost put me out in Colorado. Work in that territory, and I was gonna move to Cheyenne if I did. Oh, dude, it's like, so this a gold so prospector cool. or something. Yeah, gold <laughs> prospector. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> they have a good. I Western think they're still hiring. If you want to give them a call, see what's going on. There. Use me as a reference. <laughs> yeah. Now, as far as we go in Missouri here, uh, again, we're twenty third. Uh, we're eighth in, in in anger and hatred, twenty third in jealousy, uh, in excesses and vices. We are a seventh, thirtieth uh, in greed. 21st in lust, vanity 20, uh, 22nd, and 26th in laziness. All right. Hey, That's pretty good. good. Right, in the, right in the middle. Right in yeah. the middle. Yeah. The, the worst we did was excess and vices. It's hey. all about balance. Yeah, you can't fault us for nothing. And excesses and vices are like share of obese adults, fast food establishments per capita, excessive drinking, uh, share of adults who have uh, reported having driven after drinking, share of population using marijuana. I want to be... High on that list. That yeah. means we're fun. <laughs> I mean, overall, to tell you the truth, in a, in a school of 50 fish, where you want to be? You want to be in the middle. Right in the middle. Yeah. Right in yeah. the middle. No we we nailed it. Congratulations, Missouri. Good job out there. Keep it up. Heck yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Keep being mediocre. This is the greatest news we've gotten in a long time. <laughs> yep. Keep driving down the center. All good. All good. All right. Some emails. Uh, RichShow1057thepoint.com or... You could send us your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Uh, this is from uh, 84 Lumberman. Man, you guys are tough. You have to get in coldish water on a day where it's going to be a sunny uh, sunny day in the 40s. So great. <laughs> uh, talking, about, talking about the polar plunge. 30s. It's going to be about 30 or 31 degrees at the time. It doesn't matter what the outside temperature is, you jerk. Well, How cold's that lake? 20, this is Friday. You're doing it. Friday. Twenty four degrees is what the high is of what I'm, or what the low is. So you could be as it could be in the twenties. Well, 30s. we're going to be there around eleven. I disagree yeah. with you. I think the air temperature does matter. It's about. Oh no, out it too. does matter. <laughs> it could be. Listen, what I'm saying is, it could be. Today's going to be almost seventy degrees, right? Yeah. yeah it could be seventy degrees, but the water the is cold. Is in the thirties. Just don't push too hard on that because when the fast line did it last year and it was seventy degrees outside, we gave them all sorts of crap about it. It was still cold. It was still cold. And all, listen, I'm. I like to bust balls. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I hate cold water. I'm not. I don't. I don't like this. I'm unhappy. Where's it at? Can people come watch? Creve Court mm-hmm. Lake. Yeah, sure. Nice. Yeah, I'm getting mentally prepared. I love cold water. I might come watch you guys take a dip. People join us. No. People. Wow. Do this now. This is for health reasons. Mm-hmm. They do their little ice baths. People are jumping in Creefcore Lake for health reasons. I mean, not not there, but they're <laughs> yeah, they're you know no filling kidding. up these cow troughs with ice water and and dipping. I've seen that. 
You tell yourself that, man. I'm going to tell when myself that. you're jumping in, you tell yourself that. Just shut up, 84 lumberman. It's, un- un- <laughs> it's unfun. This is unfun. <laughs> That's me. Okay, fine. I'm uh, not looking forward to it. You should come bring the van so I can change into a wetsuit. I, w- I, w- <laughs> I need a place I to change. I can't have off that day. Uh, my kids have no school that day. So I'll bring a mega uh, megaphone and uh, heckle you guys as you get in there. My, my wife said <laughs> yeah. she'd bring. Oh, I want to bring the kids down there. I go. Ah. Oh, please don't. <laughs> Look at his teeth chattering. Look at daddy ah, at work. Want, <laughs> I don't want you know my kids to see dad that way. It's miserable. <laughs> like a sad wet dog. Unless they can do a quick search of me anyway and and see some. <laughs> dad is a pretty compromising <laughs> positions. Uh, this is from D. Hey guys. Uh, hey. And Mike loved the show. Uh, gets me through the lunch rush every day at the restaurant. Uh, love the new uh, combo of hosts you have coming through. Uh, but a little uh, upset. Cloudvis has dodged you for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, man. Uh, he was man. busy. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to thank you and I guess your brother-in-law. I think you said for the louder milk rec- recommendation. Hilarious. Binged on a Tuesday night. Couldn't stop watching. Thanks again. Three and a half out of five stars. Nice. Oh, but I keep saying about that louder milk show. That's what I've heard. I haven't watched it. Ron Livingston. Yeah. Ron Livingston. Uh, this is a good one. couple stories past couple weeks about catalytic converters being stolen. I live in South City. Remember, somebody stole the catalytic converter off the Wienermobile. Is what? nothing sacred. Had to get towed. Is nothing sacred. It's They're going shame. to hell for that. Off the Wienermobile, Mike. <laughs> so uh, Southside Donnie says, I live in South City and actually stopped two guys from stealing my catalytic converter at 1.30 in the afternoon on a Thursday. Caught the guy under my car, kicked him in the ribs. Wow. Tried to reach into the car as it was driving away to grab the saw, but was unable to. Got one more kick in the back passenger side quarter panel as they took off. Police were called. Came six days later. (laughs) Well, better late than never. Come on. And it was all caught on video from my Nest Cam. Dude's got a saw in his hand. I'm not sure I'd be kicking around. Well, and I'm like, this guy's, this guy ain't telling the truth. Well, there was a couple, couple, two, three stories about this. One on Channel 2 and one on Inside Edition. Oh, what? We told you how catalytic converter theft is on the rise in this country. They're really easy to steal, and they're made with high-value oh, yeah. precious metals. But this would-be thief messed with the wrong car owner. As Les Trent reports, when he Wild. saw a fellow with a buzz saw under his car, he fought back. Yeah, he did. Hear that? I hear it. It's a robbery in progress. A thief with a power saw is under the car trying to steal an expensive catalytic converter. I was home for lunch. I came out to lock up my house like I usually do. I heard a strange (laughs) buzzing noise, almost like metal on metal. Donnie Bueller knew right away what was happening. So I put two and two together thinking they're going to solve my catalytic converter. This has been a problem in St. Louis for quite some time now. Mueller runs out and gives the guy a swift kick while he's still under the car. Yeah, dude. Then he tries grabbing the saw. As the thief attempts to make his getaway and drive off, Bueller reaches into the passenger side. It's a dangerous thing, though, is it not to, when you think about getting into this person's car? Yes, sir. My wife was not happy with my choices. (laughs) I love it, Donnie. Dude, he he kicked a field goal with that guy. Oh, yeah. boy, Donnie. Well, I bet you when that guy was, you know, sawing away, was not expecting a kick to the ribs. That'll surprise you. Yeah, I I bet he was a, what? Wow. He was out of there pretty quick after Uh, he took the kick. The only thing Donnie 
could have done a little better if we're going to nitpick. Was mentioned the ratio is, on Inside well, Edition? No, no, no. Nice. no. <laughs> I'm talking about during the incident. If he would have said, not today, that would have been cool. Not today. <laughs> nice work, though. That was awesome. So, yeah, he, he did get the national attention that that he deserved. And Very good. Yeah. Maybe he'll put, put put some fear into these thieves, man. They're getting too brazen mm-hmm. with this. Well, yeah. did you see the story from last week about somebody in the Schnooks parking lot? I did see that. Yeah, middle yeah. of the day. Middle yeah. of the day. And they're probably doing a lot of these middle of the days because they're thinking people are out at work or something like that. Yeah. Or, or it just sounds like a remodeling job going on down the, down the road, so nobody's really looking out for that. Yeah. I wonder how much damage uh, was 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 on his car. I mean, does he have? Uh, yeah, he yeah, saw he was sawing there for a good you know ten seconds. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd have to watch the rest of the rest of the report, or, or I'll just ask. Hey, Southside Donnie, uh, how much damage was done to your car? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, heard an old man, and this is from Bra- from Brandon here. Uh, heard an old man uh, tell me, "Don't cheap out on things between you and the ground." Examples, like shoes. shoes, socks, mattress, tire on your car, shocks in your car. He's right. It's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. The list goes good. on, but he said, the ground is hard and do what you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. That's a okay. great rule. That's a great, that's a that's great, a great rule. rule to live yeah. by. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about parents yesterday. Yeah, um, I think you were you were probably going over the top about how much you love your parents and no, oh, they get away with not, anything. It's not, it's not that they get away with anything. This is there's, there's like this this elder hierarchy of 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 what it should be acceptable. Okay, so we had a, a story yesterday about a guy uh, who he self admitted kind of prude, yeah. And his parents are very sex positive, and that's how he grew up. But he's you know prudish, right? Parents come over the house and loudly have sex, oh. loudly, <laughs> <laughs> loudly. <laughs> and he's like, you can't be, you know, come on, man. You can't be doing this here. Sure. Did he say, he said, said something? Yeah. And now they, they're at the brother's house now. Yeah. yeah he kicked him out. Kicked him out. Hmm. They're, you know, it, it, the parents knew he, it, it's an uncomfortable thing yeah. for him. Yeah. They could have been quieter. That's what we of said. Of course. Yeah, that's what yeah. we said. It, it borders on almost exhibitionism, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Pick your battles, pick your times, pick your... Yeah, and we, and we got into a whole, you know, whole thing, you know, you know I have respect for my parents. They could, you know, they, they could do whatever they want. That's yeah. what Moon was saying. Yeah, I'm just saying that their, their priorities supersede mine. You know, there's like, there's just like a, it's just <laughs> like a level. It's like quite a, a priority there. Well, not, not that. Howling at the moon. My parents uh, would never do door. that. I would never find myself in this scenario. But I, I just mean like, you know, the respect your elders thing, like my parents have, have the first... The first rights. I mean, I, I can't think. Not of in that situation. Imagine a <laughs> night in of, my house. You hear your parents doing that. that all night long, and then you and you wake up and you say, "I respect that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I mean. But. Well, you see a fist go through the door and just waiting to fist bump your mom. And dad. Yeah. Respect, guys. Respect. Well, Ed writes in Moon will let his parents do anything because he's adopted. He doesn't take them for granted, unlike Riz. Oh, okay. dang. Okay. You know what? And maybe, that's, maybe that plays the biggest part here. Maybe that does play a part. Like, yeah. I just, I, I'm just so appreciative of my parents. You know, I could have been, could have been anywhere. Anything could have happened. That and, does I, m- and I owe them. And, and I just feel like they never owe, they'll never owe me. You know how kids, like, feel like, you know, uh, like, oh, my parents owe me something, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm sure my kids feel that way in some ways, whatever. Mm-hmm. I will never, 
My parents will never owe me anything. I will forever owe them. I'm yeah. forever in their debt. That probably, I mean, that surely does give you a perspective that is different from most. Sure. And, and wouldn't that be the nice rule if everybody just felt like the same way? I, I don't mean to go like, you know, spiritual or Yeah, like, but then oh, we'd all like, have parents having sex in all of our rooms. I'm not talking yeah, about that. that. I'm talking <laughs> about respectful boots. and within reason. But like they, I owe them. And then it just well, goes on from there. You know, like, you know I'm some in their parents, debt and my kids are in my debt. You are lucky to have good parents. Some parents are rotten. Spectacular. I have spectacular parents. We, li- not listen, every parent deserves respect. It was not all rosy. My father and I didn't talk for five years at, at one point. It was it was rough, you know, okay? It wasn't, like, perfect. But now I've, like, really come to understand them better and respect them better. And, again, just on the plain rule, I am forever in their debt. That's it. That's that's Except how I live. Except for this one situation where they're having sex in the room next door. <laughs> Please quiet <laughs> down, Dad. <laughs> I respect you. I swear, but just. Uh, Joseph writes in: Can King Scott wear a weighted belt when you do the polar plunge? Well, that's my oh, oh day. Uh, I'll sink without one. Why does he need that? <laughs> I don't understand. How deep are we going? We're going neck deep, you have to, right? No, you have you to gotta... go in. You have to jump in. A proper polar plunge is jumping in. I know that, but this is off the beach. I don't want to get my hair wet. No, this is all, I'm saying this is this is off the beach, and a lot of people I see do these polar plunges. They get in, they Just get up wet. up to your and ankles. Then, yeah, and then they pop oh, out. Oh, no. No, no, you have to go in it. Down to at least the head or something? You got to plunge. I don't yeah. think the fast lane folks got full in the chin. I think they did. You, yeah. Yeah, uh, you weren't there. Scott and I were there. Yeah, they did. We live- oh yeah, yeah, we live streamed it. Neck deep. Oh, yeah. they were in. They they did it up. Okay, the one who did was Rivers. He was really scared of the water, and he yeah. ran off like a little kid. Well, he forgot his water wings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, everyone sure. else did. We're going all the way in. All the way in. Yeah. Now, yes, it's going to be in the 30s on Friday. Fine. Eh. <laughs> uh, but the next day is going to be gorgeous for, for Mardi Gras. Isn't that nice? A heated it tent will. on a warm day. It's great. But you, yeah, but here's, here's you guys are all going to have the flu from jumping in there. And no, Don't forget, worried, heated tent, but it's in and out access. That's the big biggest part. Yeah. One of the biggest parts uh, about Mardi Gras. That's going to be great. So you can go in and out. So whatever the weather is, we have that heated tent, yeah. and you got the in and out access. Get your tickets while you can. And even, you know, even if you want to show up that day and get your tickets at the door, you can. You can, but I would I would get them now just to make sure. Get them now just to make sure you get in. But uh, yeah, so the party gras tent uh, down at DB's. Uh, there's a DJ. There's booze in and out. You're allowed to go in and out. Private yeah. bathrooms. Get That's- there early. Your tickets give you booze the whole day in and out. You can t- experience the whole thing, and it's all provided right there with the private bathrooms. Yeah. and Amazing. the entertainment. That's the way to only way to do it. Okay, so the teenage dirtbags are playing. You know your normal. 90s, 90s alternative set. Yeah, we're going to rock and, then, and roll. And then there's the Dirtbags Gone Country. Yep. And I'm like, why did you change the name? Oh, yeah. So so you guys used to refer to yourself as the Nitty Gritty Dirtbags, which I thought was great. Yeah, which we still do live. But I just don't... Um, I told you this. I, I reached out. I, I've tried to reach out to them for the past... To who? The Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. To the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Um, obviously, They're out fishing, I think. Yeah, they've been gone fishing, apparently. Um, they're fishing in the dark. So that's an active band. They're from Illinois, I believe. It's an active band, and out of respect, you know, as an artist, I don't feel I don't feel okay being that close and and doing something that may maybe one ticket sells to somebody that thinks they're going to see Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, but they end up at our show. And I don't want that band thinking that that is a possibility without some sort of blessing. Well, did you reach out? I've reached out in every way that I can on every platform that I can, and I've directly emailed their manager multiple times. Nothing. Where are they from? I've heard nothing. I don't know. I heard they're from Illinois. 
They're from the 70s, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, but they're, they're still active. They're still playing, like, you know, fe uh, uh, yeah. festivals, uh, uh, state fairs and, and yeah. kind of stuff. So just out of respect, I mean, artist to artist, well, musicians we're going to give it a time limit? From right, you've reached years. that how many times? You've reached that multiple mm -hmm. times. Yeah, probably six or seven. Okay, so I think maybe give it till... Uh, until a certain time, they go. You know what? Screw you guys. I'm just going to use it. Because we yeah. wanted to make we wanted to make shirts and all that. And and, and again, I'm I'm not trying to. There's no there's no like uh, malicious intent where I'm trying to sell no their nobody, brand and yeah. trick somebody. Nobody's into thinking that. That's not that. But you are right. They're from uh, like over in Illinois and Los Angeles, California. I guess they're from L.A. <laughs> That's where they originated. No, Long Beach. Bunch of phonies. Yeah, I'm sure they're. Those are country boys, though. Well, I mean, what what would you do? I bet you they never went fishing in the dark. I I'll would. Bet you. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, you're you're on the right track. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want that problem myself. There's a band out there. I think they're called like Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. Yes. or something like that. And I know they've had trouble because uh, yeah, it just says you know on every club listing it says Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. and people just assume it has something to do with the real Dale Earnhardt right, or right, Dale right. Earnhardt Jr. Um, I remember hearing in passing that they they had. Yeah, trouble with that. Which I, yeah, it's not across the streams without uh, some sort of acknowledgement. From yeah, but yeah, how many times you got to ask? Well, you just ask, and if you don't get an answer, that gives the blessing. I, this, this is one of those things that I'm not going to do the forgiveness over permission or forgiveness instead of permission. Just, again, I don't feel right as an artist doing that without some sort of contact, like so, something, something. So for now, it's Teenage Dirtbags Gone Country. We got some country shirts that we're, that we're making, and we even have some that have something to do with fishing. Well, to me, it's the nitty-gritty dirtbags, just so you know. And can, to I, me. can I get your blessing? For teen, my teen. new band name, Teen Dirt Age Bags. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Right. One, one more uh, email here. A couple would you rather's. This is from listener Alex. Uh, only get to listen to your favorite song for the rest of your life, or never be able to listen to the same song twice. So, would you rather only get to listen to your favorite song for the rest of your life, so one song, or never be able to listen to the same song twice? I would do the same song over and over again. Mm -hmm. I would. I'm already pretty much doing that. <laughs> so you would never be able to experience any new music. That'd so once, right. so once you find right. your favorite song, you're locked in. Uh, yeah, I'm halfway there, man. I'm telling you, I got my Spotify list was like three songs just over and over again, from like old soundtracks from the '80s. Nothing even new or good. So, yeah, I'd be all right with just one song. One song, huh? I think I'd take the No Repeat Lifetime. Yeah. And you know why? It's because I feel like I like enough stuff where I could deal with that. I could ration myself. You know, and then you hear the tune, and you're like, "That was awesome. That was great." But, That's but I, would, it. I but had I would, that moment. But I would enjoy it. Like, yeah. what's your favorite food? What's your favorite dessert? I'll just say ice cream. Okay, so imagine somebody says, "You get ice cream one more time." You're gonna love that ice cream like you never loved ice cream before. And mm -hmm. I get to do that for every song I've ever heard that I've loved. You know what? There's there's some songs though. It takes two listens. No, or three listens well, to get. I'm not yeah. gonna get through those then. I just ration myself. I'm gonna go no repeat. Yeah, I do the math, but. Every other day, I get another song, and I'd look forward to it, and I go, "Ooh, I'm gonna relish Boston's, you know, like uh, higher power." Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, no repeat for sure. No, because I mean, I think also if you have a song you like, there's a band that's you know recreating that song fifty thousand times, so you're gonna hear that similar noise. He didn't anyway, say so version; he said song. No, no, I'm saying. Oh, you could hear the uh, the band. I'm saying like songs. everyone's ripped off each other, so you're gonna hear that same melody you love in your oh, favorite song oh, see, over and over again throughout history. All right, so. would you have to, would you rather have to hunt for everything to eat or only eat McDonald's for the rest of your life? Uh, the salads I, I, on the menu. I think McDonald's has enough variety where I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do they still have the apple slices and salads? I'm not. I don't want to hunt. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know if Everything? I could hunt no, every day, man. And I don't know what you're finding. You got to feed your family you. that way? No, I'm, I'm, I'm eating McDonald's. On, on principle, I I'd, I'd, I'd do the hunting, but yeah, pra- pra- practicality. Pra- practicality wins here, and I'd have to do McDonald's. Yeah, I'm hunting. It's fun. You Listen, shoot there, guns. There isn't a week that goes by that I don't think I don't th- I'm not thankful in some sort of prayer that I live in the time that I do that I don't have to be concerned with that day in and day out. Like, am I going to eat today? Am I going to be able to feed my family today? You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, will will I find enough food in this acre to kill and and feed my I, family? I feel like you'll be out there with a bow and arrow hunting wild cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> be quiet. You're scaring the plants. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your emails. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. You know how hard it is to catch a wild cauliflower? You scare them away. You need a net. (laughs) (laughs) I will talk to our buddy Chris Kerber after the break. What's up? It's your boys, the New Day. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. (laughs) All right. Thank you, fellas. This goes on for three minutes. I love it. Uh, let's get to Chris Gerber. Are you ready? For Chris Gerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis Blues. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Chris Gerber. Hey, Chris. Hey, good morning, Chris. Morning, fellas. How are you today? Uh, doing great. So we expect to see you at Mardi Gras on uh, Saturday doing your thing like you always do at Mardi Gras. Throwing beads out. Well, yeah, you know what? Uh, we've got a 1 o'clock hockey game, and then we fly to Ottawa right afterwards. Oh, all I'm hearing I is think, excuses now. But. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? I, I think, honestly, I think it's only been like one time in the last 10 or 12 years that we've actually been home and didn't have a game or something for it. Oh, for Mardi Gras? Yes, weather's, yeah. supposed, to be, weather's supposed to be nice on Saturday, so I'm hoping everybody comes down to the uh, to the tent down there at uh, DB's in Soulard. It's going to be a good old Mardi Gras time, whatever that means that, to you. That, that'll be awesome. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll throw down some whiskey on the plane and uh, toast you guys from the air after the hockey game. How's that? Hey, how about, how about the, uh, the Blues winning last night handily? Yeah, you know what? Uh, two wins in a row. I, I, I've seen the movie Major League. I think we call that a winning streak. Uh huh. And uh, and you know, just I like the approach you're taking. Just one game at a time. See what happens. Uh, you know, for some guys that you continue to hear rumors about trades, it, it's a difficult time. But uh, they, they just go out there and kind of when you start to enjoy yourself and just take uh, what's right in front of you and not worry about the rest of the noise. Sometimes things seem to change and, and life seems to get a little easier for it. Well, how does it really affect the team knowing that there is the trade deadline, you know, coming up in a couple of weeks? There are some names being, you know, talked about, whether it be O'Reilly, whether it be Barbashev. How how does that really affect a team? I be, Listen, I, I believe it affects teams in different ways. This is the first time really – uh, maybe only the second time in, in the last 25 years that the Blues have been in a true kind of sell-type mode because of uh, the unrestricted free agents. Mm-hmm. 
if you're somebody like like an Ivan, like the names that are getting bannered around right now with the Tarasenko deal done are O'Reilly, Barbashev, and Achari. Mm-hmm. And those guys kind of have a vibe. Only they know whether or not there's a chance they were going to be re-signed. And if not, they knew they were likely to be traded. It's unsettling. Um, you know, we had a trade deadline, and we're going to be in Los Angeles at the trade deadline March 3rd. We're in between games in Anaheim and then L.A. And a few years ago, you know, and this is prior to Patrick Bergen getting dumped in Buffalo, he thought for sure he was going to be traded. We were up in Canada. He brought a suitcase that you could have packed a small house in because you don't know if you're going to be gone for the next month. Uh, So it's in guys' minds. But I I do believe, Riz, that when they get on the ice for practice and then when they get out there for a game, that's almost like Zen time. That's where nothing really else matters. It matters and you're just playing. But – it's it's not an easy time because you know that there are some veteran players like Shannon Falk and Pareko and those guys that are looking around knowing that in a matter of a couple of weeks, the chances of a couple more teammates being here are not very good right now. Well, and these guys are pros, so you know they're on the ice, they're doing the practice thing. Of course, they're they got to put it behind them for the for the time being. But you know, talking about the Tarasenko trade, which you know happened after we had chatted. Um, CBS Sports gave the Rangers an A for the trade and the Blues a B for the trade. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I don't think CBS Sports knows hockey, so I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, you've got a player that controls his own destiny, could say no to any possible trade. It was clear over the last year and a half that not many teams wanted him or were willing to pay a price for him. Otherwise, he would have been traded. Uh, this, the Seattle Kraken could have had him for absolutely free and then traded him and didn't go that route. So I, I think it tells you that while there was a market, it wasn't a great market for him. In the end, the Blues waited as long as they could. They ended up getting a first-round draft pick, what will in all likelihood be a third-round draft pick, and then a project and, and a prospect. But I, I think the fact that they were just able to move him, this, this is what this is what you know, a service like that that's not around the team, they don't understand. Yeah, if you look at it, I, I mean, I, I don't know. If you know the situation, I don't know what more the Blues could have done at this point, right? Because, again, the player controlled his own destiny with a full new no-trade clause. What, what they don't understand is the temperature of the room. This has been hanging over this team now for a year and a half. I think you can make the legitimate case that this move really needed to happen if you could have gotten it done a long time ago. And and in the end, you know, the team has a winning record this season when Vladimir is not in the lineup. Now, that's a little grossly unfair to kind of say that and make it seem like he was the problem. That's not that's not what I'm saying. It's just that they, they seem to play a little bit freer, and we've seen two really good games and without him. Now, you're going to miss him at a time where all of a sudden his wrist shot could win you a hockey game, and you don't have that anymore. But – in the end, the player wanted to leave. The player made it clear a year and a half ago that, that he didn't want to be here. Um, and, and sometimes there's an addition by subtraction when that happens. So I, I don't think it's an A for the Rangers by any means, and it's not an A for the Blues, but I, I'd put it in the B range for both teams. Um, and, and did he have to, since he had a, a no-trade clause, he had to get permission you know, from well, – the team had to get permission from him to, to go over to the Rangers. Yeah. Did he give a list of teams that he would go to and which we would not go to? Yeah, he, he did that. So so a couple of things happened here. One, a player goes in and, and asks for a trade and then says, and, and typically what will happen, it, it'll, they'll go in and say, okay, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be traded. And that obviously became very public. 
They go into the general manager and say, okay, here's the teams I want to be traded for. If you're a general manager like Doug Armstrong, you're going to laugh at that. And you go, no, 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 that's not how it works. You're coming to me asking for a trade. I get to trade you to any team I can find, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and otherwise, you're playing for me. And, you know, he ended up playing another year here. Well, in the end, you know, he did have a no-trade clause. He earned it. It was fairly negotiated. And so he had given Doug Armstrong a list of teams he would consider. Doug Armstrong continued to work off that. And it was after he got a, a deal that he felt was acceptable that he went back to Vladimir and his agent said, okay, I have a deal in place that I think is good with the New York Rangers. Is that a team you'll go to? And when he said yes, then the deal was done. Right. So, yeah, there is a, there is a back and forth. Um, Doug wasn't constantly checking in with Vladimir saying, where do you want to go and that kind of stuff. Vladimir gave him a list of some teams he considered, and, and Doug tried to honor that the best he could. Now, sometimes what will happen in those situations, guys, though, is, you know, a guy may look at it and say, okay, look, I can trade you, but this is the team. Like, the, the, this is the only team. Do you, do you want to go to, to Anaheim? And if the answer is, and I'm, I'm just picking Anaheim, I'm not saying that a deal is done. I'm just using that as a placeholder. And the guy could say, yes, no, okay, no, all right, well, then keep playing for me because that's all I got for you right now. Huh. So it's a, there's, a, there's a bit of a game of tug-of-war that happens in that situation. I, I thought it was cool that, that Tarasenko did score his first shift with the Rangers, and then Sammy Blay comes back to the Blues and scores in his first game, you know, back with the Blues, without, you know, w- without having scored for the Rangers in the, in the couple seasons he was there. Yeah, and it was actually kind of neat, too, is after Ron O'Reilly, at the end of that game, gave Sammy Blay the game puck. Sammy Blay said, thank you, boys. It's good to be home. I, I thought that was a, a really cool moment for Sammy. Um, you know, you know, he, he, he wasn't getting used there very much. Uh, he, he was dealing, he dealt with a, a pretty tough knee injury, you know, at, at the same time. So I, I just think in the end, uh, a good opportunity for Sammy to kind of get his skates going again. And again, this is, and this isn't knocking Tarasenko in any way, guys. It's just that, I never got beyond the fact that he said he didn't want to be here. And I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. I think, you know, he gave the blues in the end, 11 good years. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. Um, you know, but in the end, he, he wanted to go. And, and, I'm, and I'm glad that the blues are able to accommodate that and get something for him. All right. Two more quick things. Uh, actually, one more quick thing about two people. Uh, Tory Krug, Brandon Saad hurt last night. Any status on them? Yeah, I don't know yet. Uh, the team hasn't hit the ice yet today, uh, so Craig Berube didn't say much there. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to go back and watch. Sometimes, as well, as you know, Riz, since you're a hockey broadcaster now, uh-huh. uh, yes. sometimes it can be hard to see replays and, uh, you know, as we're trying to write things in our books and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't have a status on those two guys. Let's hope it's not too serious. All right, tomorrow it's the Ducks at Enterprise, and then on Saturday it's Colorado. Then you guys are off to Ottawa. Uh, Chris, thank you, buddy. Have a great trip to uh, Canada. We'll talk to you next week. Fellas, have an awesome week. Cheers, right. boys. Thanks, there man. is Chris Kerber, everybody. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Oh, all right. I got to solicit for calls because we're going to do a giveaway with Mike. Yeah. All right. Oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, we're going to play Read My Lips. We haven't done this game in a while. Cool. So we're going to have to put Mo- uh, uh, Mike in, in audio isolation. Moon has written down some, uh, some phrases. Mm-hmm. So... You'll have to guess what we're saying just by reading our lips. All right. That sounds and fun. And you guys on the phone. Is it two out of three? Um, I think, no, I think they just have to get it right. Once? Yeah, they have to get it. They have to say whether Mike is going to actually get it or not within three tries. Okay. One time, you win. 
Okay, three, What should one. we do two out of three? Well, I have plenty to do. Oh, let's do two out of three. Okay, great. Let's do two out of three. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! It is a Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. <laughs> Stop looking at me, Mike. Choking it out every time. <laughs> Gotta say, there's a man of my word. Uh, let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- and today's contest is sponsored by T.R. Hughes, Half Acre New Home Sites in Wentzville and Five Acre New Home Sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. So we are playing Read My Lips, and we haven't played this game in a while. So uh, we're going to put Mike in audio isolation. We have the headphones all ready yeah, to go. Yeah, he's got a microphone ready. So Mike's got the headphones ready to go. I'm going, going in? Not yet, not yet. Okay. Wait, wait, I know going you're chomping out of the bit here. <laughs> Can't wait to. Ready to go. We so want move. you to hear the, the confidence or lack thereof. That the listeners have in you to get these. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Well, no, Mike. Mike's not going to hear the listener at first. I can tell the listeners. We I, oh, tell that's the right. Listener that's right. We're going to we're going to tell the listeners the phrases. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, what are you going to put in the uh, isolation headphones? Uh, today he's getting some Norma Jean, somebody of mine. Buddies of mine. Okay. So it's pretty heavy stuff. Heavy, heavy metal. Heavy metal. All right. So Moon's going to going to tell you guys on the phone the phrase that pays. Then Mike will have three guesses. Just by reading Moon's lips to guess what the phrase is. <laughs> Two out of three, right? I've never played a game like this. I've never tried to read someone's lips, I don't think. Well, you guys on the phone will have to tell us if I get it or not. Mm. The fun thing is we each have like a different style of doing it. So if you're like, if we're not doing well for a minute, maybe we'll have Riz. Well, maybe I'll do it. Okay. And you can stare All at right. his teeth for a while. All right. Two out of three, right? You win <laughs> your choice of tickets. We have Point Fest tickets. Point Fest 2023. That's with Incubus and Cody Cambria, Pretty Reckless, Bad Omens, Bad Flower, Greek Fire, White Reaper, and more. Show is May 27th at the Amphitheater. Got your uh, lawn tickets for just 30 bucks. first week of sales here. We have tickets for the Party Gras tent over at DB's on Saturday. Great weather. Uh, you also have tickets to go see Disturbed and Breaking Ben August 29th. And we have tickets to go see the Sold Out Show with Bush on the 26th over at the pageant. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's put Mike in isolation. All right. Uh, All right, he's listening to Aria Obscura from Norma Jean. Okay. It's a good toe tag. Abby, Abby, hello. Hey, what's up? All right, Abby, hang on one second. Let's just let's, uh, make sure that Mike is... Music is rocking? Okay, good. Secure? Okay. Here is the phrase that pays. Okay, the first phrase is, I love strawberries. Will Mike be able to get that? I'm going to go with yes. He says yes. Okay. okay. Mike? I got some confidence. Okay, hang on, Abby. He's got three tries here. <laughs> Ready? I love strawberries. Stro- I love stroganoff. Stro- Man. Okay. I love strawberries. I love str- Say it again. Oh, that, oh, I love stroganoff. <laughs> this is first Last one. one. Last one. I love strawberries. Strawberries. I love strawberries. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> you got it. Right. Hang on, Abby. You, one. you got one? I thought this guy was talking about stroganoff. I thought, I thought <laughs> we were doing, are we doing two out of three or you just won? Oh, you win? oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'll just give it to you. You won. Okay. Congratulations, okay. Abby. Two Woo! out of three from here out? Thank you. Now we just, yeah, two out of three from here out. Okay, I screwed okay. that up. All right, let's go to uh, Nathan. Hello. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Nathan. All right. Mike's in isolation. Here's the phrase that pays. Okay. The phrase that pays is, you smell funny. 
Okay. You think he's going to get that? Yeah, I think I'll get it. Okay. You smell funny. Here we go. You smell funny. Can you do it one more time? <laughs> you smell funny. You smell farts. <laughs> Last true. one. That's true. Last one. You smell funny. Oh, now it looks like you're saying youth stem uh, youth stem uh, facility. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are laughing, so I know it's wrong. Take your headphones huh? off. It's you smell, you smell funny. smell funny. No, I don't. <laughs> that was the word. No, okay. You say it, now say it again. Say it to me with these off so I can Nathan see them. Said you you smell funny. Oh, yeah. It does look like youth stem facility. So he could only read it three times. I can only okay. read it three times. You get three guesses. That's you it. three guesses. That's it. it. Okay. That's it. Okay. It's harder than it looks. It's really? very hard. It is. It is. All right, here's the next phrase. Go in isolation. I... See your underwear. Nathan, what do you think? Uh, I'll go with no this time. So I see your underwear. Okay, here we go. Here we go, ready? <laughs> I see your underwear. I seek your hallelujah. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. I see your underwear. I see your underwear. Yeah, you do. Hey, baby. Yes. It's Unfortunately, Nathan stuff. said you wouldn't get that. So Nathan's gone. <laughs> oh, no. Unfortunately, Nathan had no confidence in you. Oh, Nathan. <laughs> okay. All right, Tyler, hello. Yeah, dude. All right, Tyler, here we go. Here's the phrase that pays. Okay, the phrase that pays is, take my money. Take my money. Yes yeah, no? I get it. He says yes. Okay, here we go. Take my money. Take my money. Ten mile bunny. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Okay. Take my money. Zen mile bunny. <laughs> no. no. Take my money. Take my bunny. Oh. I don't know. That's so close. Take my money. Take my money. Money. That, say money again, though. Money. Look at him. Did I he, know it could be bunny. <laughs> Look at him. Bunny. Why would it take my bunny? I don't know. That's why I was confused. <laughs> right, back in isolation. Get back in isolation. <laughs> you oh, killed gosh. it for Tyler here. Okay, next one. Okay. The next one is... Riz is creepy. Okay. Tyler, what do you no. think? I say no, too. Okay. Riz is creepy. Okay, here we go. Okay. Ready? Riz is creepy. Reese is creepy. Riz is creepy. Riz is creepy. Riz is creepy. Yeah. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> he said no. Oh, no. He said Reese's. <laughs> Tyler loses. <laughs> okay, let's go to the next one. Ronnie in Gerald. I love Gerald, Missouri. Ronnie, hello. Hey, how you doing? All right, Ronnie, here's the phrase of pace. Okay, this one might be harder. Scott plays basketball. Uh, yes or no? I don't think so. Okay, hang on one second. Ronnie, here we go. 
Scott plays basketball. State <laughs> Malayans basketball. But I know Malayans isn't a word. Working it out. Working it out. Scott plays basketball. I can't believe you got basketball immediately. Good. State ball. Uh, balloon basketball? <laughs> Last one. Scott oh. plays basketball. Scott plays basketball? Oh, oh, man. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah that's it. you got it. Does, is that a, a joke or something? Does Scott play basketball? No. Well, he actually does play oh, basketball. Oh, does he? I don't know. He's a pretty good, pretty <laughs> good <laughs> basketball player, actually. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Ronnie <laughs> wow. said, no, you were not going to get that. So <laughs> that uh, next one. Okay. <clears throat> the next one is. Poop smells good. Poop smells good. Is he going to get it? I don't think so. He says no. Okay. I would go with no, too. Okay, here we go. Poop smells good. Caca. Bloom. <laughs> Bloom <laughs> seal. Off to, to a bad start. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Bloom yeah. seal something. Okay, ready? Poop smells good. Good. I think I I think you're saying poop smells good. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Ronnie. You got it. Your words, not mine. Okay. No, your your words now. <laughs> you're crushing it. Uh Jeremy, hello. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Jeremy. Here we go with the phrase that pays. Okay, the phrase that pays is green avocados. Green avocados. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to get it. Okay, hang on. Avocados Jeremy. is a weird word, dude. Okay, weird. it's a very weird ready, word. Ready? Green avocados. Greenhouse. Greenhouse. Oh. oh. Greenhouse. Oh. <laughs> Greenhouse. Oh, yes. Ready? Green avocados. Green avocado. Oh! oh! Yeah. That makes Jeremy. more sense. <laughs> okay. Next phrase at pace. Okay. Ah, this can be a tough one for him, I feel. I ride horses. I ride horses. Jeremy. Yeah, he's going to get it. Okay. All right. Lots on. of confidence. Lots of confidence. Here we go. I ride horses. I'll... Oh, I'll... Oh, <laughs> I'll all ride. I don't know. To, he has to stare at me smiling like I do. I don't even remember what I saw anymore. Okay, ready? <laughs> I ride horses. I O'Reilly horses. I ready? Here we go. I ride horses. <laughs> I don't. Uh, pie ride horses. Come on, man. Is it I ride? I ride horses. No, no, it doesn't uh, look like you're saying that. <laughs> All right, one more for Jeremy. Okay. One more for Jeremy. Uh, here we go. Last phrase. Last phrase is, moon is my favorite. Moon is my favorite. Go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah, he's going to get it. Okay. Hang on. Here we go. Moon is my favorite. Something is my favorite. Food. Food is my favorite. 
Close, right? Moon is my favorite. Uh, really confused. It doesn't look like what I'm saying. You're probably saying. I don't know. Balloon is, balloon is, balloon is my favorite. Say it one more time. He goes to balloon. Oh, no, you got one more. One more. Ready? Right? One, more. one more. Moon is my favorite. Poop. <laughs> Poop is my favorite. <laughs> Moon so, is my favorite. I'm Moon so, is my favorite. I'm, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Poop is your favorite. I said poop. <laughs> Not right, bad, so, not bad. <laughs> one last, one last one. Okay. Uh, Scott's going to do it, though. Okay. Here. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm Scott, gonna, Scott's going to read you the phrase. I'm okay. Gonna, Let me get this close. <laughs> All right. Scott's going to read tricky. the phrase here. Uh, we got Jolene on the phone. Good morning, Jolene. Good morning. Okay. Here's the uh, the phrase that pays. Yeah, one, Go two, ahead, three. King Scott. All right. The phrase that pays is, it's cold in here. It's cold in here. It's yes or no, cold Jolene? In here. Yes. Okay, she says yes. Uh, Mike is not doing, has not done well these past no. couple of phrases. Okay. okay. It's, co- it's, what is it? What is it? It's cold it, in here. It's cold in here. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> it's cold in here. <laughs> I guess. Uh, he's a, he's I, a, I, I don't know. The, oh, no. Pee hole leaking? No. no. <laughs> Keyhole leaking, that's... I don't know if I can say that. Good guess. Good guess. It's not not keyhole leaking, no. All you see is beard and teeth, by the way. Okay, next. (laughs) It's cold in here. Eat. Eat. (laughs) Your lentils? (laughs) It just looked like that. Nope. It's cold in here. Oh, I missed it that time. Uh, I don't know. Eat George. Eat George. Somebody? George? (laughs) Nope. It's cold in here. Yeah, it's cold in here. Can you just do it one more time? It's cold in here. Uh, Eat cold eater. I don't know. (laughs) He's got too much of a face. It's hard to do. Yeah, he does have a face. It's, It's cold in here. Oh, it's cold in here. Yes. That makes sense. It does, it does make sense. <laughs> He's got too much of a face. All right, next That's one. the line next of the one. day. Phrase that pays. King Scott. Apples are tasty. Apples are tasty. Jolene. No. Yeah, I'm going to say no as well. Okay, here we go. Smart guess. Apples are tasty. Apples are tasty. Mm. Hamsters are tasty. <laughs> hey, he's on the right I track. I think I got Apples are tasty. are tasty. Uh, well, (laughs) (laughs) I not, I'm not, uh, I understand that you surely wouldn't have said what I think you said. Yeah, I just saw his eyes turn. I know exactly what he's thinking now. Do it again. Do it again. What's, uh, what looks like, uh, a-hole. No, 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 no. Okay. Last one, last one. Apples are tasty. Apples are tasty. Apples are tasty. Yeah! Wow! You did good. You did good, but too bad for Jolene. Oh, she's sorry, Jolene. She had no confidence in you. Man, that's tough, tough game, That's right? a tough game. That's, that's a game. very tough game. Yeah, tough you hold game. your tongue and say Am I done with these guys? Yeah, you're done with you those. Right. Well, good, good job, man. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job.
Several studies have shown that making phone calls is better for young people than texting, and these studies were all funded by your grandmother. Bill Gates is ready to date again. He even got has a great pickup line. I'm worth $107 billion. Nikki My ha- panties have melted off. <laughs> Nikki Haley officially announced she's running for president, which means Donald Trump is about to officially announce his insulting nickname for her. West Virginia has been ranked as the least educated state in the country, and in their defense, it is hard to read when you're in a dark coal mine. <laughs> Former ABC News employees say there's a rampant culture of sex. Now, here's a fun fact. When a news anchor has sex, they say, this just in. Adidas lost $1 billion by dropping Kanye. Fortunately, it's a German company, so they'll make it up by selling Air Hasselhoffs. Yeah, uh, Kansas announced their 50th anniversary tour dates, and they don't include a single stop in the state of Kansas. And to rub it in even further, they announced multiple dates in Boston, Chicago, and Alabama. <laughs> I like that. Like, likes that one. <laughs> Elvis Presley's old neglected private jet sold for $260,000, which mostly is the street value of the pills found under the seat cushions. Oh. Shots fired. Ouch. Oh. Sorry, Elvis. And finally, Matthew McConaughey's children's book will be titled Just Because, and it just beat out Alexander and the horrible, or terrible, horrible, no good, very bad weed dealer. Yeah. May the goo be with you. Probably should have ended with the Elvis one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I uh, neglected to make that concert announcement 35 minutes ago. Uh, yeah. 105.7 The Point welcomes Ben Folds. All right. Yay. Not wait for this. Ben Folds and the What Matters Most Tour. It's going to be at the Steeple Theater Wednesday, June 28th. Tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. Man, I'm excited. That means we have Thursday off. Nope. Well, you nope. do. Oh. I thought, I thought everyone was. I love radio silence. That's, that's something special about it. No, I, I listen. I, I, I like Ben Folds. Yeah, his live show is the best of the best. Uh, is it? Yeah. The guy's got some pipes on him, and he's a song, good songwriter. Yep. One of those kind of guys you can just hear a song for the first time and uh, doesn't doesn't annoy you. Yeah, and he's one of the great entertainers. Like his his shows are always always fun. Well, there you go, Ben Folds, the What Matters Most tour, Steeble Theater, Wednesday, June twenty eighth. Tickets are on sale. It's time for a Rizzuto Show sports update, powered by Victory Men's Health. Raise your game. Visit VictoryMen'sHealth.com. Shit! All right, so so real quick, a uh, quick sports report here. The Blues beat the Panthers last night over at the Enterprise Center. Brayden Shen scored the game's first two goals. Blues cruised last night. Final score, 6-2. to two. Ivan Barbashev had two goals and an assist. I'm sorry, one goal, two assists. Bennington made 23 saves. The Cardinals announced yesterday they gave a new three-year contract to GM John Mazalog. Uh, he's good through 2025. That'll give John Mazalog 30 years with the club, 18 as... The GM. It's a good run. 
Uh, Tiger Woods is back, guys. All Tiger, right. Yay. Tiger Woods. Uh, this week he's playing in the Genesis Invitational. That's at the Riviera Country Club in Pacific Palisades, California. This is his first official event since the British Open last July. I remember he missed a cut at that event. He's still dealing with that that leg, you know, from the car accident. Oh yeah. But he's, but he's running for it, huh? He's he going says, for it. He says he's going to go for it. In fact, I do have some audio from a uh, from a press conference yesterday. Here's Tiger Tiger Woods. The recovery is more on my ankle. The leg is better than it was last year. I'm excited to go out there and compete and play with these guys. You know, I would not have put myself out here if I didn't think I could beat these guys and, and win the event. That's my mentality. And if I wasn't ready to win at this level, I know I am very rusty, but I've come off rusty situations before and I've done well. And plus also, I know this, this golf course. Uh, I know I haven't had a lot of success on this golf course, but I, I knew what to practice for. There you go. Good luck, Tiger. Did he have the backyotomy? Didn't he have a big like back issue? Oh, yeah. And then it was the car accident, which was very, very bad. And finally, talk about redemption. The Finnish skier, that's from the country of Finland, the Finnish skier who suffered a frozen penis at the Winter Olympics back in 2022, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. has made a spectacular comeback one year on from the ordeal. boy, Remy Lindholm was his name, hit the headlines with, I mean... We'll just say horrendous misfortune back in Beijing last year. Uh, but his performances on the snow now are, are you know, got everybody talking again. Uh, fully thawed from his, you know, frozen troubles. Uh, Remy is enjoying a hot streak and secured a stunning victory at the 15-kilometer skiing championships in Finland last month. And uh, he's now put the unbearable trauma of last year behind him as he reigns supreme. I'm surprised he jumped right back into strong it. field. Jump yeah. back into it. I would have switched to hot yoga or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, his injury, I mean, transcended the sport last year when when stunned fans learned stunned fans learned uh, that he had a uh, frozen his penis mid race during a 50 km, uh, kilometer uh, cross country run. Mid race. And you guys on Friday, one more time, you're going into uh, Grief Corps Lake, yes. To freeze him up. Can you imagine that though, being in the middle of the race and like that kind of happens, like you. You got a you got a real decision to make. Yeah, you go. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got a real decision to make, man. I, I, it's time to stop playing games. Is the decision. This man worked his whole froze life. his penis, and he's back. <laughs> That's pretty wow. cool. Lesson, was, kids. Needs a medal for that. Yeah, Come on. lesson, kids. That's a hard road to recover right there. <laughs> Perseverance. Reach for the stars. Can you imagine his kids complaining about something? Listen! <laughs> I froze I, my... I did 26 miles on skis yep. with a frozen wee-wee. Yep, with a frozen wiener. <laughs> All right, that's your sports. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Uh, Donnie Fandango's next. First off, hey, thanks, Mike. Hey, thank you, guys. Beautiful work. As always, great seeing you. Fun time today. Uh, tell tell Columbus we said hi, please. I'll let him know. I think I'm going to peek my head into the uh, Mardi Gras thing this week. Oh, that looks, oh, that looks like yay. a good time. That's great news. We, you got to sing with us, man. I'd love to. Please. Uh, let's do the Pappy's Recappy. That's right. Pappy Smokehouse celebrating 15 years. Locally owned, world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. 
Everything we covered on the show today, Riz News, Crap on Celebrity Sports. We played Read My Lips with uh, Sir Mike over here. Had a lot of fun. Also talked about the most searched Super Bowl party dips in America. The important where, stuff, you know. Where, yeah. we, where we rank as far as um, the most sinful states in all of America. Where does Missouri rank? We've got the whole list up there. Plus, <laughs> a brand new, uh, not vegetarian, but cauliflower sandwich coming to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and uh, some people are anti-cauliflower, apparently. Find it out <laughs> That's weird. on the podcast. Today, the uh, title is, uh, The Slime is What Fills You Up. We talked about what, <laughs> what kind of meals we were into when we were broke. Mm. Also, do you spit in the urinal? Oh, yeah, yeah. It this seems like a lot gross. of people do. So disgusting <laughs> learned behavior. Uh, but if you do or if you don't, make sure you weigh in on our Twitter poll at R-I-Z-Z Show. That is our, uh, that's our handle across the board on our socials, so make sure you follow us. All right. Thank you all. Uh, anything else, fellas? Mm, uh, no. well, uh, all right. We'll leave you with a selection from our <laughs> team. We have, a, we have a meeting in eight minutes. Uh, oh, <laughs> our uh, Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Wright City, Tyler Reese is The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.